podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Yo, yo. When I spit bars in a ring, man, I go hard like Santan. Hello and welcome to another episode of Touchline Fracker, uh, coming to you on a Sunday evening recording. You're hearing this on Monday morning, afternoon, whatever. Um, I'm joined this week by a well-established panel, but let me go around and introduce them. Uh, Dr. Mike, you've made quite a reputation for yourself this season. The, the weeks you aren't on, you've got Fans asking questions, calling for your head. How have you been, bro? Yeah, I've been good, man. Listen, you know, the team is doing well. I'm doing well. Life is good. I can't complain. I've got some Arsenal fans lurking. They're, they hate watching every week, waiting for my downfall. But I keep moving and we keep moving. You know, let's see who blinks first. <laughs> I think I said that to you. I like it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> also joined uh, with a delightful uh, potch with a... Red X through his face, um, background, uh, Chelsea hours, finest, I say Chelsea hours, if you guys are that professional, Chelsea hours, finest, Babs, how goes it? Man, I've been better, man. You've you taken all sorts of hobbies this season to keep you off the, listen, off the MMA, listen. Hang gliding, I'm, I'm doing everything, man. Caving, diving, <laughs> anything, anything I can do to, to get some more adrenaline, in me, man. I'm trying to get some life in me because this this team is trying to kill me. <laughs> I hear you. This team is trying to kill me, man. This manager, everybody's trying to kill me. Don't worry, we'll but... we'll, we'll, we'll get we'll get into what the hell is going on over there. Uh, and we're also joined by uh, a man who never comes without his bathrobe, uh, also known as Tottenham Tobes. How goes it? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Good weekend. Good weekend. <laughs> Short and sweet, mm. yeah? Uh, before yeah. We, <laughs> before we start, I've got to do my usual um, plug the socials. Um, if you are listening and you use a Spotify link, then please leave us a review on Spotify. Five stars if you would. If you're listening and you use the Apple Podcast link, also use a... Um, Link, uh, link also use a link. Also, give us a five star rating. Like I mentioned last week, the beta of the underrated app is out now. I think Babs is on there, I think you're on there as well. Tobes, I'm on there too. I need more of you to join, so join our Discord. I'll include the link again. The more shares that you buy that I already have, the more money I make. And it's about you know spotting those young talents and really being able to show off to your friends that I, I, I saw it first, you know in the words of Ray J, which I won't repeat on this family podcast. Uh, Lewis will also be joining us at some point. Um, so this is his introduction. Arsenal didn't play this weekend, so we thought we'd crack on without him. And also, Tobes has a shopping order from m coming imminently, so we wouldn't want to hold him up. Cool. So, I with all that... I told you specifically it wasn't from them, but fine, whatever. Yeah, fair enough, man. You you plugged the hell out of that. You plugged the hell out of that establishment, by the way, man. They need to be giving you free... free at this point, they need to be giving you free I stuff. Need it. Give me free food. <laughs> I need it because I love everything in that place, bro. I need it, bro. Fair enough. Um, cool. So let's just get the Sunday 4.30 All Eyes on Me special out of the way. 
Manchester derby. I think we we saw the graphic in the last decade or so. It's kind of been a overwhelming landslide for the for the team in the blue side of uh, Manchester and Manchester City. Um, and going into this game, I don't think anyone necessarily expected anything different. Um, but let, let's talk about the game. I'll come across to you first, Lewis, just to put you right in the hot seat as soon as you join, just because you were particularly sickened by the performance. I think it was mainly because you were you were hoping that we'd take some points off City for you. But what were your thoughts on the game? What, no fucking intro, mate? What, what's all this about? Your sound, your sound is all over the game, bro. Like, you come on this on this pod, charging like a ball in a china shop, like your sound's all over this place. Oh, bloody hell, man. Stop that. I'm, I'm, I'm using a fucking mic. I'm using a Blue Yeti, look. Oh. Yeah, you sound, you, sound, you sound crazy, brother. You, you sound like, like, I'm, I'm not sure, I'm not like sure you found that. I sound like a Blue Yeti, actually. Um, I'm going to go. I'm muted. That was mad. Um, Bro, you need while Lewis is sorting that out, I'll come across to you, Tobes. Um, what, were your, what were your thoughts on, on the game going into it? Man City are going to beat Man United. Man United have got no fight, no no clear and no clear way of stopping Man City over a 90-minute game of football. And just Man City are just a much better side and in the title race. So they're not going to drop points, especially at home, to Man United. I didn't see anything but a Man City win. Even when Rashford went and crashed it, didn't see anything but a Man City win today. No chance Man United getting anything from this game. Impossible. Yeah. Impossible. Yeah, okay. Res- resounding opinion there. Um, but it did start really well for Manchester United. Uh, Babs, a uh, few minutes in, Marcus Rashford treats us to another goal in a big game uh, off the back of his uh, article and his interview in the Players' Tribune. Uh, what were your thoughts on that that finish? Um, you know what? what one, one thing I liked about the, the, the goal in the totality is that you guys utilised um, Anana's distribution. Even though you guys didn't have a striker, a natural target man that can knock a ball down, you were still able to you were still able to find Bruno in free space. He was able to knock it down to Rashford, and that goal was sublime. Like, absolutely sublime. You know, I I still there's a discourse of recent about you know the goals of today versus like 10, 20 odd years ago about how like you know football's coming a lot more boring. But then that goal there, you know. That should show you that yeah, there probably is a bit of you know nostalgia coming from sometimes when it comes to football of old. But yeah, it was a, it was a wonderful goal and um, it was an interesting time because I know he's obviously you know, defending himself. Mm. Uh, some of his antics of recent, yeah, silly. I don't agree with it. You know, I, I like the fact that he's 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 defending himself. What don't you agree Do you with? F- what specifically don't so, you agree? With? You, you, I don't know. I didn't I didn't read this explicitly. I just saw the quotes. Mm. You know, so maybe that's maybe that's my mistake in 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 there, you know, in, in, in that regard. But you know, I know he spoke about how um, some players are, you know, treated when they do certain things versus him, and I, I get that and I agree that that is wrong. But at the end of the day, it's like you, you you learn from a child. Just because the next child does something wrong doesn't mean you can do it too, you mm. know. And it's like they say in football, you know, we saw it last season when he was when he had a couple of things off off the pitch. When you're performing and you're able to get your goals, you know, perform, carry your team forward. People don't care, but when you're playing like this, off the back of a, of, of a contract, you know, it's, it's, it's not the best look, you know. Mariah, you're a basketball fan as well, you know, we, we know about contract contract years, you know, players, they're playing at their skins. Yeah. The they get the contract, they, they take a nosedive, so it's right. not a great look for him as a Manchester lad to 
you know, be made the poster boy of the club and then not really be the best of ambassadors, you know. Um, I agree for sure. There definitely are situations where we do see other players, you know, they're, they're not as harshly critiqued, but for me personally, it just isn't a reason for him to be not angry about, but it's not a reason for him to not be critiqued, if that makes sense. But what mm. a way for him to answer. Outside that goal, I'm not going to, obviously you're not going to ask about the goal, but outside that goal, boy. Yeah, yeah, it, it wasn't good. It wasn't good. It wasn't good today. Yeah, he, he, basically, he used all his he used all his XP up for that goal. You know, he's like, you know what? If I'm gonna have one one resounding action. Let it be this. I'm, I'm what a goal it resounding was. action because what a goal you had the you had just to talk about the rest of the first half. You had the mm. the, 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 the the kind of pass through where he headed it down and he was like through, but he didn't header it correctly and yeah, it kind of that Ruben Diaz, yeah. yeah, yeah, and then you had. The kind of cross that met him at the back post and he missed it um, again, yeah. and that and that was pretty much our lot obviously we had a couple of times when the ball was played to him and um Kyle Walker just somebody messaged on in, on the touchline Twitter account I said he made a uh, Kyle Walker look like a mixture of Debo and Paolo Maldini um and I can't, I can't necessarily I can't necessarily disagree so that 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 first half was really where the vast majority of our limited chances came. Lewis, you're obviously watching, hating Manchester United, one in Manchester City not to win. How did that first half play out for you, brother? First of all, mic test. Solid. Perfect. Okay. The, the blue Yeti never fails, man. I mean, it just did just before. Yeah, I was going to say, just did a couple minutes ago, brother. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> no, it goes. Sorry, what was the question? <laughs> the question was... <laughs> I was so concerned about my mic. Fair enough. As someone who hates Manchester United, but was also oh, yeah. rooting yeah. for City to lose points, how, how did yeah. the first half specifically play out for you? That that feeling just doesn't come natural. Like one in Man United to win, I just I can't get behind it. So you know, I I still said hold that when when Man City you know got the winner, and then I realised like ah, oh, actually this is quite bad for for us. Um, you know, my natural tendency is just to go for the, the jugular and, you know, want Man United to lose. But, yeah. you know, we are actually in the title race. So, you know, um, I've got to start, uh, you know, thinking uh, for, for the net positive for Arsenal, which the is, you know, obviously... Just, as it were. Yeah. But we can't rely on United to do anything. You know, it's, it's just ridiculous. Like, Listen, you're, 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 this is, you're not analysing the first half and you're going down the United slander angle. Well, well, get well, well I mean, I, I just don't understand... After eight minutes, you lot just said, you know what, I'll bend over for you lot. It's, uh, it's, no, no. it's, just, it's insane. It's That's, insane. Is that what happened? You lot have been doing this against Man City for the, for the best part of 10 years. Is that what happened? It's the just... same thing over and happened? over again. I'm tired of it. Do something new, lads. Like, Ollie, Ten Hag, it's the same thing. I've been telling you for two bloody years, it's the same guy. Is that what happened today, Lewis? It Did is. You, you scored a goal and you thought... No, and you no, thought, no. all right, let's let's defend for the rest of the game. No, I don't think that's what happened at all. What what happened was that we were trying to drop deep and hit them on the break. The few opportunities, what, we, what, two, players. Me, two, me, two, two players, two players. We finish the few opportunities we got on the break. So Rashford playing through, uh, Rashford getting played through by Bruno and messing that up, and Rashford getting a chance at the back stick and slipping over were wasted. The guys we had as outlets in the form of Garnacho and. Rashford weren't able to retain the ball in any way, shape, or form to get players around them. I doubt the manager's instruction was when the players do get you the ball, proceed to lose it 
to a Manchester City player as quickly as you possibly can and continuously invite pressure on the players. But, but that's a coaching issue, Moran. Look, that's a coaching look, issue. I don't it think... is. It's a spacing issue. If you can't get players in support of your uh, offensive players, that's a spacing issue. You no, should no, be no, camped no. on the edge of your own box then. How are you supposed no. to... How to get your midfield to support your attackers if you're just hanging on the edge of your box. That's a spacing issue. That's a coaching issue. It's not a Eric Ten Hag doesn't know specific. I don't want to conflate two things here. There is a coaching issue at Manchester United. The specific things I'm talking about are not as a result of a coaching issue. If, 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 Do you agree with Neville's assessment that that was a fantastic tactical setup by Manchester No, that's, that's, again, like I said, that's not what I'm saying. Two things can be true at the same time. So the point I'm making is, if the idea is to sit players back and get opportunities on the break, and you do get opportunities on the break, but your players who are on the break continuously don't do anything with the ball, I don't understand how that's a coaching issue. That specific issue. It's a coaching issue because if you're going to set up on the break, you need to attack with numbers. You can't just be like a one-man band and say Rashford and Garnacho go do something. Of course they're not. Of course they're going to make bad actions if they're one v three. No, like, but I'm talking about when Rashford was. I'm talking about when Rashford was one on one. I'm talking about when Rashford got through and had opportunities to run at his man. That's what I'm talking about. Those specific scenarios, and we got into those a few times from both wide men, and they did nothing with the ball. That's what I'm specifically talking about. If we tried to commit more players forward we would have just conceded goals sooner we don't have good defenders we don't have good individual players and the more talented city players would have had more time and space than they actually had to do I the damage don't buy it, mariah. i don't buy it mariah I, I i've seen aston villa do a fantastic job against city this season with with inferior players to, to man united players they, you say they that, defended but, but, bravely are, are they, 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 they attacked bravely. really inferior are they att- are maybe, maybe not but players. i mean i mean who villa Mm. Yeah, are there players? Because you, you have to do with this, right? City, um, so not City, United, they had one. Okay, it was a even if you even if you don't agree that they're Bruno inferior. Rashford, right? It was, it was that front three. And obviously, you know, Hoyland's out injured. He's obviously been on, been on fire. So ideally, it probably would have been the four of them, you know, at natural striker up top. But if you've got to play, you know, McTominay as your number 10 due to injuries, I guess it's not, I don't, I don't think it's, it's, it's as clear cut as that. I, I agree in some situations. I, I agree don't think too. he sets them up. But I think today, you know, like that Rashford chance where he was put through, where it wasn't put through, where he was put through a goal following a Diaz slip. I mean, the chance whereby Bruno's crossed it in the back stick and he's obviously slipped, you know, when he's supposed to take the shot. Those are two chances whereby, I know they're not going to equal goals, but they're two openings that could have, you know, potentially changed the course of the game. So I, I can kind of see what you mean coaching-wise, but in another aspect, it's a bit tough when you've got as many injuries as they've got right now. I'm not gonna lie, I'm siding with Lewis a little bit on here, man. And I I don't like that, but like come on, do something, man. Like they had Man United had what like three shots the whole game. Hey, what that is embarrassing, really? man. Yeah, but you, embarrassing. Guys you guys aren't listening to what I'm saying here. Know, when you say do something, when you say do something, if the opportunities you get to be in position to do something, your players mess up. You're not going to do something. We're not going to get into dangerous positions 
anywhere near as frequently as Manchester City because we don't have the quality that Manchester City has. So you okay, can but I've seen, I've seen, seen other teams, teams be more threatening huh? than you guys. Though. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not expect. I'm not expecting you to create as many. Are you talking about? I'm talking about. I'm talking about this I'm, game specifically. Yeah, yeah, but you're saying that you're unable to do something because your players are inferior to the Man City players. I'm saying I've seen other teams who aren't in the top four, aren't as good yeah. as Liverpool and Arsenal and Spurs. I've seen them do a better job of attacking Man City. At yes, he has. Have. At yes, he has. Yes. Who? Fair, right, let's go it. through the games. We, we, did, we did a better job as, as well, to be fair. We did a better job as well. And we, we had... But I think two things can be true, right? Yeah, two things can definitely be true. Two things can definitely be true. No, 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 no. But what I'm saying is, we, we did a we did a better we did a better job with no Van de Ven, no Romero, no Madison. We were missing like five starters, bro, that game. So I'm sorry, there's no excuse you can give for Man United not putting up a better performance than they did today. I'm not expecting Man United to go toe to toe with Man City. But what I'm trying to say is, Man United, you could see that there was a possibility in which you lot could create dangerous situations for yourself and potentially hurt Man City. And I don't think Eric Ten Hag as a coach did enough to capitalise on that. I don't. I saw Burnley do a better job. But I don't think, I don't think Mariah was justifying the coaching setup. What he's saying is, even when United had chances to create dangerous moments or to score, maybe create a chance, they weren't capitalising. So both things are true, right? Where the setup isn't optimal, but also when the players get into positions that are optimal, we aren't capitalizing. Those two things can be true. But but my, well, I, my point I, is... I, I agree with that. I'm, I, I, I agree with it as well. But my point is, is if you're relying on optimal conditions to take um, advantage of, you know, uh, to, 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 to get yourself into the game and win the game, and you're, and you're creating maybe three optimal conditions in a game, you need all of those to go perfectly. Yeah, but that's, I wouldn't say... I, that's I, an I, issue. I would... I would that's say, an issue. You can't would, sit here and bemoan. Oh, if only we had done better in this one specific chance. That's what yeah, you guys but, did. But, but, but we didn't. We didn't create three optimal scenarios. They played Marcus Rashford in in the Marcus Rashford was an outlet. That was the game plan. Market. We would build up play down the right. We would suck them in, and then Marcus Rashford would get a ball, and he'd have an opportunity to go one on one with whoever was the Manchester City defender. And apart from when he got the goal. Every other time, the decision was bad. He either lost the ball, slipped over, miscontrolled it, or got bullied. That's clearly a tactic. So I'm asking you, with Victor Lindelof at left-back, 35-year-old Johnny Evans at centre-back, Scott McTominay in central midfield, what were you expecting them to do today against Manchester City? Just because we say, oh, like the manager, he's supposed to coach and coaching. Where, with those players... Was he supposed to exploit that he didn't exploit? What would you have liked to have seen him do with those players on the pitch that he didn't do? Because we always do this blanket, oh, the manager's job to coach and stuff. He tried to use the players he had to the best of his ability. Then he had Garnacho on the other side. Garnacho starts, wouldn't start for any other of your clubs, mind you. Starts week in, week out. Every single time he gets the ball in any modicum of space, he loses it because he's 19 years old. And when he goes one-on-one against Ake, he's going to lose it. So I just don't understand specifically today. Again, I'm not disagreeing with your point about Ten Hag on mass, but specifically today, I, I don't, I don't see it. I, I really don't see it personally. I just, I just don't think you can expect to win a football game in the manner that you played today. I just, I just don't. You might, you just rolled over and died. Like it's just. Yeah, but I, I'm not saying I do expect I'll... us to win a football game. I'm just saying with the personnel he had out on the pitch. 
how do you expect him to win the football game? Yeah, I think how, do you, man. how do you expect him to win it with Victor Lindelof at left back? How do you expect no. him to win it? <laughs> I'm, I'm not disagreeing with what you're saying. I'm asking you how. <laughs> That's all. I'm not saying what you're saying is wrong. I'm just saying, with the players that he had available to him, how do you expect him to go to Manchester City and realistically beat them? Really? That does not to like forgive him for all the shit he's done the rest of the season. I just, I just think it's a, it's a tough one. But anyway... We digress. He wasn't, no matter what, he wasn't, we know that one for, for sure. He wasn't. We, we know that one. So obviously, Harlem misses a really big chance at the end of the first half. Goes with his foot instead of headering it for some weird reason. Um, but what what happened in the second half is what I expected to happen. To be honest with you, um, players start, start to get tired, start making mistakes. Um, Phil Foden grabs a couple of goals for Manchester City, and then Erling Haaland, who doesn't really do much all game. Uh, gets a goal off the back of I don't know what the hell Casemiro was thinking to be honest with you, uh, and then Amrabat. Embarrassing. Oh, Casemiro. Embarrassing. Pass the pass was ridiculous. Don't know why he passed. The pass was ridiculous for sure. And then Amrabat was poor too. Yeah, of yeah. course. Yeah, of Amrabat course. just looks like he's playing in slow motion all the time. It's Howdy, just... brother. That's that's a man whose head's already. He's, in... <laughs> he's carrying. He's carrying a lot of timber. He is. He's, he is. <laughs> You can't keep saying Saudi for every single Man United player, man. Uh -huh. Literally, <laughs> that's what literally the Saudi league is for. That's literally what it was created for, bro. Yeah. So your players who are Saudi shit. are the new Saudi are the new Everton. You know, everyone used to say, "Yeah, yeah. <laughs> sell them to Everton. Sell them to Everton." <laughs> they fed the streets for like a decade. Them for really forty mil signings for players you didn't really rate. Oh, Everton. Mm. We hardly knew you, man. Um, cool. Did you guys learn anything about City today that you didn't know? No. Cool. I did not. Uh, okay. I want to ask. I want to talk about performance. Uh, yeah, yeah, we can. Uh, I want to talk about a specific performance. Uh, Philip Walter Foden. He's a player who I think, for the most part, I think people respect him as a, as a good player, top player in the league, but seems to still somewhat divide opinions. I'm going to start with you. Dr. Mike, because you kind of you weren't quite involved in that previous segment. Um, how do you think he played today? And generally, how do you feel he's he's done this season for Manchester City? I think he's been one of City's best players this season. I think apart from maybe Rodri, he's been their most consistent performer. He's already got 18 goals in all comps, so I think that's worth worth noting in, in 39 games. Today he was frustrating because I think in the first half, that big chance he has, he should do better with that. Um and I think there are moments where you want him to stamp his authority in the game a bit more in that first half. But in the second half, I think he's shown what he's always had is that stardust and that quality. Just to, in, in that, that, that equalising goal he scores is a moment of pure quality, right? Um, and I think KDB has an okay game. Um, and he's, But I think Foden's the one in that second half who really takes responsibility for City. Um, and I think he's done that a few times this season, right? Some of the things that people say about him is, oh, you know, he scores the fifth goal in a 5-0 win. You know, he goes missing when the team need him. But I think this season so far, he's scored quite a few big goals. I think against Brentford, he scores a hat-trick. Today, he scores the equalising goal and the win then the winner or the go to go ahead. So this is a player that this season for City has been very consistent. And I think we forget he's only 23. You know, and I think he's shown he's shown a lot so far in his career. Um, I'm a huge fan. I think that kind of profile, that's what it looks like to me as a footballer. That, that the ingenuity, the quality on the ball, um, the intensity, the kind of desire to win. He's got all of that in abundance. So I think there are particular fan bases that want to write him off because they have a player that is compared to him. And, and I get that. 
we've done it ourselves. I think Liverpool fans did it with Rhys James. They tried to rub him out. You know, Rhys James is this, that, and the other. Just yeah. enjoy quality sometimes. This is a quality footballer. Mm. This is what it looks like. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Tobes, we had a little discussion pre, pre-pod. pre It would be nice to, to have a, a conversation where we can both speak rather than, you know, texting and the, and the like. So there's a conversation we've had within the community started this season. Um, he's not mm-hmm. on today, but Ant was very much, you know, Foden doesn't get the criticism for poor performances that other players get, et cetera, et cetera. So what I'm going to do this season is, you know, after every Foden performance, I'm going to, like, basically sh- discuss what, what, He's, he's done today. So, obviously, I think he maybe started the season maybe 6 out of 10, 7 out of 10. So, you know, we're getting the, the, the regular kind of how's Foden play today, the, the regular sofa score um, updates. And as, as the season's gone on, they've kind of trickled trickled out now. Um, but I wanted to discuss specifically the conversation around the amount of criticism he was getting before this season, whether that was fair or not. And I think you were in agreement that you didn't think he was critiqued enough versus how he performed. Um, so I just yeah. want to give you a platform to, to discuss with the group, really. Yeah, no, I've, I, I actually, I, I agree with Ant because I felt like everyone knows Phil Foden's quality as a player, right? Um, to, to Mike's point, we know what it looks like when it comes to Phil Foden. Like you mm-hmm. saw when Man City wrestled the title back from um, back from Liverpool, right? Phil Foden was one of the key, key cogs in that team en route to winning that league title. First of, of what, three straight. But the problem with Phil Foden, and it's not necessarily a problem with Phil Foden per se, is that because Phil Foden plays for Man City, who win all the trophies, et cetera, et cetera, when he has a subpar or even downright poor game of football, it doesn't get spoken of um, in the same way it would if it was another player who was playing at a club like Liverpool or Arsenal would get spoken about. And that's just the reality. It doesn't. And I think what it then does is it makes people, some people, not all people, but then it makes people believe that when they're having debates and comparing Phil Foden to some of these players and you're having logical conversations about why this player is better than this player or why this player isn't as good as this player, a lot of people use the fact that Phil Foden is playing for Man City to almost like disappear some of these performances where he's been off colour. And then they'll use some of the performances that are akin to Phil Foden disappearing from other players as a reason as to why that player is not as good as Phil Foden. So I think that is literally just the nuts and bolts of the conversation, really. Judge these players fairly, right? Phil Foden, we know he's a quality player, but we also know that um, I would say probably since he had that top, top season in 2021, 2021-22, he had a season similar to what he was doing probably in the first half of this year, where this season before December, where he's scoring goals. He's scoring goals. He's impacting some games. He's playing good here. But then there'll be two or three games where you won't even notice Phil Foden's playing. But no one will talk on it. And I think that season, I'm pretty sure he won young, young PFA Young Player of the Year. I felt that, that that was a bit unjustified. And I felt you could say the same even about last season as well. Really, they, Not to say that he doesn't have good games here. He'll have good games, but they're dotted around some average games, some poor games. But the way people talk on Phil Foden, you'd think that he's playing at like a top level throughout the season. So I just think there needs to be balance when analysing Phil Foden and comparing him to other players. We know he's capable of doing what he's been doing the last three and a half months, right? We just wanted to see it because people talk at times up until recently, people were speaking on Phil Foden about things with certainty. Oh no, he's doing this, he's doing this. Well, no, he's not doing it. Now he's doing it. 
right? Oh no, he can dominate games, create excellent chances, this, this, that, the third. We know he can do it, but he's not doing it consistently. Now he's doing it consistently. So I just think there needs to be there needs to be balance. His yeah, his quality his quality has never been in, in, in dispute. Never, in my opinion. Yeah, Tobes, I agree with you. I think there are two things here, right? I think the first thing is City. City are an odd club to analyze, right? They're just they're not like historically one of the big clubs where the pressure is always on, there's all eyes on them all the time. So if an Arsenal player is performing poorly or Liverpool players performing poorly or Chelsea, like these kind of big clubs, United, the spotlight is on them. So Rashford this season, for example, the scrutiny he's getting is different to to what Foden would historically get because he plays Manchester United. I think it's that, you know, City are a weird club. And also he's in an environment where he's playing with KDB, Haaland, Bernardo Silva, in the past, David Silva, Aguero. If he has a bad couple of games, it's like kind of like, well, like he's not the main story at City. At mm. Arsenal, Bukasaka is the main story. At, yeah. at United, Rashford is the main story. So if Foden has a, a five game stretch where he's not performing well, the Bruins probably scored two goals and got an assist. Yeah. Haaland's got a goal. But in the past, Aguero got a hat trick or something. Sterling and Sane. Like he's not the main guy yet. So I think the reason he's not getting scrutiny is the way other players do is because. He's at the moment one of his players that's kind of like obviously an unbelievable player, top player, but still at his club, he's not the man. Mm. Yeah, I, 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 oh, sorry, yeah, I, I agree. Also, yeah, so yeah, go on, Tobes. I, I just wanted to add to that. I felt like this season was, I think, the perfect season because I think it's illustrated two things. It illustrated, I would say, in the first couple of weeks and months, why some people were right to to believe that Phil Foden doesn't get the scrutiny because KDB was injured. Haaland, he was scoring goals, but we know that he's not really been as potent as, as he was last year. They sold Gundogan, they sold Mares. So, like, there were a lot of things that were gearing towards Phil Foden being one of the guys that, the go-to guys, right? And even though we were seeing the numbers, we weren't seeing the performances uh, on a more than what we would have liked earlier on. Now we're seeing the performances. Forget the stats. We're seeing the performance. Obviously, you got the two goals today, but I don't need just today's game to talk on how he's how good he's been this season. You can go through many, many more games this season where for, where KDB and and Haaland are on the pitch and he's still standing out. He's still standing out as their best player and at the minimum top three players. So I think that's what people want to see from Phil Foden because he's got the quality to do so. Mm, okay, so I think firstly, I agree with the first point you made, but I think it's even a deep dive into the the level of scrutiny people give each other's players, I think it's quite unhealthy. Um, And I think expecting people to do that for a player who plays for Manchester City, who nobody has a rival of, is just unrealistic. So what I mean by that is players like Saka, I think their, their performance over the last three, four years, they're way past the point where anyone should really be critiquing when they have a bad game. He's shown up consistently he's shown up against big teams but we've created an environment now that when anybody's player has a less than stellar performance ah look at him look how he's played today let's bring up his sofa scores he's actually shit so i just i think it's i think it's quite unhealthy it is it is unhealthy Mara. and also do you know what it does i think it um you know like when you when when we talk about like players of um, past yes, years, like back yeah. in the day, we right. look at we look at them more fondly now Rose because they weren't classes. Yeah, yeah. Like I was, I was talking to someone about Zidane the other day, and I, right. I said to them, like, you know, they they was like, oh yeah, no one could get close to Zidane. I was like, okay, what was Zidane's best season? 
Yeah. And it was just like silence. It was like, well, well, you, know, you know, he scored the goal in the Champions League final. And I'm like, well, you know, exactly. They, he actually wasn't put under the scrutiny that Phil Foden, Phil Foden is being put under more scrutiny than Zidane. Like, that's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So for me, it's like, for me, I actually think the way people maybe view and analyse Foden and enjoy the good parts of his game and don't criticise a 22, 23-year-old is actually more what we should be doing with these younger talents. This game in, game out, throwing people's sofa scores. I thought you said he was good. He's not good. It's not how I feel like we should be covering the game. But we're all guilty of it, though, aren't we? We're all guilty of it. It's not how I watch the game. As as a community, we are. As a a community, every single single person on this team right now has done something really disgusting. You need to sample size. I don't don't do it, but but I think think that's one thing. But the the second thing to me is that part of it goes to Pep and part of it goes to the players that he plays with. But the fact that KDB was out this season and then the manager moved him central and he stepped up to me, it wasn't like a, a flick suddenly switching. He doesn't get put in these positions because the team doesn't need him to be that player week in, week out for them. They have players who take on their roles and what they need from him is contributions here and there. He's never going to be a sacker every single week because the ball won't go to him as much as a sacker. If Saka doesn't have a good game, Arsenal probably aren't going to win. Maybe they're a bit more robust now because you've got other guards of this world. You've got Martinelli who can chip in here and there. Jesus, one goal every five games, whatever the case may be, right? But there was a period where if Saka doesn't have a good game, Arsenal don't win. So he was forging the fire. So I guess my overarching point is that I'm not surprised he's playing the way that he's playing this season. I hope he's shut people up a bit. And you have to realise that the criticism of players comes from the opposition. An Arsenal fan is not going to sit there and say, ah, oh, Saka's played really bad. Ah, he wasn't at his best today. You know, people are trying to, Man United fans are trying to convince me Rashford was good today. You know, so you have to realise that it's the opposition fans that carry the criticism of the opposition players. Who's going to do that for the City players? Who's going to do that for But don't, don't you think we should be? Like, they should be everyone's ops, right? Like, n- nobody Why, likes Why, We didn't... Re- we didn't because, because they are, like... Because they are that untouchable Lewis, Lewis, right? here's a question. Here's a question, Lewis. Mm. How many City fans do you know personally? None. I know two. There we go. So, like, who are you bantering? I banter them I know, when I can. I know two. Actually, I, w- I work with one City fan, but he's from, like, Somerset. And yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what's the fun in that, Lewis? Honestly, where's the fun? That's it. <laughs> it's, and I think it's good. But a lot of it is agenda driven, though, right? It's like, it's, for, for example, sure. I'll be watching Real Madrid on, on, on a Saturday night. Like, you know what I mean? I'll be, I, I'll love be that. I love the fact that you've committed to that week in, week out. Lewis, well, is it because of the Vinicius and Rodrigo? Hey, listen, you've got to keep with that. Because the thing is, and Real Madrid will suffer from the same things. Not suffer. Real Madrid will get the same kind of courtesy that the Man City players get because they're kind of out of sight, out of mind, proximity and all of that. Right, yeah. Yeah, we watch them on the Champions League, boom, boom, boom. So their players actually get away with murder. Yes, they are probably the most watched team in the world, maybe. I don't know. I don't know if that's still true. Probably not. They don't even have a fucking British TV deal. So probably not. But they, um, so in Spain, yeah, cool. Barcelona fans will probably be getting at them. But in the UK, I can't, I can't be letting I can't be letting Real Madrid fans get away with get, getting away with murder. Do you know what I mean? You got you got to put them in check. I respect it, and this is my this is what I was thinking about. I think the other day I saw somebody say something like, 
um, ah, if you didn't watch Juan Carlos Valeron, Johan Gorkouf, I can't talk football with you. You've probably watched more games of Saka this season than you watched of those three players' whole careers. Mm -hmm. Well, especially Goku, who Goku. played four games <laughs> the season anyway. Right, you, of those players' careers. So I think we've gotten to a place now where the game is too hypercritical and agendas are <laughs> agendas are the, 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 the meal of the day, essentially. And I, I, and I always question it because I get it. You want to crash on your ops and you want to laugh at their players and whatnot. But essentially, the thing that connects us all is that we love football. Yeah, we yeah, people want to be right. But the thing that connects us all, oh, Gorkouf, even following up what you just said there, but the, the, the narrative, Gorkouf. I think that's a problem of like modern day, how people see modern day football is, is all narrative driven. Yeah. A lot of it is narrative driven. You know, and people are looking for a narrative to follow. You know, even like sometimes even the basketball, basketball implications, that's even the word of football is like, ah, oh, this guy carry. I agree that some cases, but, it's such so hard to compare to two sports whereby you've got 11 men in the field whereby you can have a brilliant game you know like we saw Mbappe for instance in the World Cup final and then the rest of your teammates may just not you know be able to carry carry it over with you and I think the, the way people see football now and the way people discuss football just because just we, we can see so much of it it just becomes so hyper analyzed and I don't think it's I don't think it's healthy at all I, I don't agree. think it's healthy at all and, and it doesn't it doesn't make the, the conversation enjoy, enjoyable either because it just becomes a thing of Rather than actually discussing what's actually being played, it's just people just trying to dance with each other. Like, oh, remember when you said this? Remember when you said that? Bang. And I'm not gonna lie, I do it. You do it. I was about to say, you do it. This is the same guy who posted. He posted a a, pic, a graphic. I'm not even an Arsenal fan, but when I saw it, this I was just like, what does this even mean? He posted a graphic of Conor Gallagher and Declan Rice defending. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He just posted it. He didn't say anything. He just dropped it into the I, I'm saying I'm just I like, saying it's good. I'm saying what it's the hell bad. Is this? What the hell I is do this You know, I'm saying it's bad, but I'm saying I also did it myself. I'm holding my hands up to it. Like you said, you I'm glad you were know, holding your hands because you're talking like yeah. you, you weren't a part of it, brother. You said, like, no, 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 can we use memorable champions? Can we use memorable <laughs> Champions League at Argentina moment? He banged against Bayern in the Champions League. Gonna say the Bayern, the Bayern got. That's about it. That's, that's all I can really remember. Yeah. And, I can and, talk and, to you about what he did to teams who have won the Champions League in England, that's it, that's it. though. No, that's not why I asked you, bro. No, 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 that's no, no but that's uh, technically that's Champions League. Technically Champions League teams. That's not what I asked you. Okay, ask me what he did. Ask me what he did to the team that won the Champions League. In the season when they when they beat Liverpool to the title on ninety eight points, no, bro, that's not what I'm asking you about. He's mm. he's a he's a he's an established Premier League legend. He also played a fair chunk of his career on the continent against the best in Europe. Didn't really make a dent. He also played the majority of his international career with the greatest football of all time. Didn't really help him. They actually started winning stuff when he retired. So. Anyway, aside, I digress. You're anyway. you're a nasty piece of work. You see, you see how this guy is saying, "Oh, he's you're, you're a nasty you're piece of work." City, Aguero doesn't play anymore. And if you really ask me, obviously he's a top player, so it's, it's tongue in cheek. Anyway, I digress. Uh, let's go on to some of yesterday's games. Let's start with um, means more FC for fuck's sake. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Let's go, let's go, let's go. 
let us go. Oh, mate. So, wait, sorry, uh, sorry. But before we before we get into it, do you guys know what, what's happened to the 12 pay kickoffs? Apparently, yeah, Liverpool yeah. Know, I've, I've, I've used up their quota, so suddenly, yeah, we don't... So no one else, no one else complained about <laughs> us. Yeah, it works. Yeah. Bit, I, I don't mind it personally, but yeah, I love a 12 30 kickoff, man. It feels nah, man. I always miss it because of football. Oh, fair always enough. Getting, fair always enough, miss you. the first half. Really fair enough, man. I love yeah. like every the last couple of weeks not seeing one. It's like ah, it's like a, let's get into it, man. Get a game at twelve. You don't watch, you don't watch the games anyway, Lewis. You just go on. You just go on sofa score. Sure. Doesn't pull the egg, man. Doesn't. <laughs> um, I like this tussle. I like this tussle. Love it. <laughs> Off the back of the Carabao Cup final win, you beat Southampton with the young the young players um, in the FA Cup midweek. Uh, you're going away to Nottingham Forest, who are obviously fighting for survival. A lot of your first team players were out. What were your feelings going into the game, Mike? I think it was always going to be a game that was never going to be pretty in terms mm. of the profiles of the players we were going to put on the pitch. It was never going to be a swashbuckling 3-0 win and everyone goes home raving about how amazing Liverpool played. It was going to be a game to endure and a game where you suffer well, as I always say, and you win the game. Yeah. You pick your moments, you hopefully have the quality off the bench with, with someone like Sabozlai or Darwin to come on and win you the game. And that's what happens. So... I think actually I was really nervous going into the game just because I felt like it might be a game too far because the conditions for us at the moment are far from optimal, right? So we have Alisson out injured, obviously Trent, Jota, Salah. Everyone knows the list of players out injured, obviously really good players out injured for us. And I felt like we've done well so far up to a point in terms of given the conditions, we've got the results we needed to get. We won the cup, obviously beat um, Southampton. We won the game against um, Luton as well. So we'd, we'd done well, but I think I thought maybe look, this is our fourth game in 11 days. This might be a step too far. Um, and it looks like that in the first half in terms of how we were playing. It wasn't a bad start to the game per se in terms of, like, it wasn't horrible, but we looked a bit leggy. We looked short of ideas. You know, I think a few players weren't performing to the level we needed them to. I think I'm looking, thinking mainly about Gakpo in this context, um, not doing what we needed him to do quite static. Has he, has he done involved. this season? I think he's, in many ways for me, I think he's regressed a bit as a player this season because I think last year, what I liked about Gapo's game was he was really involved in linking play and back-to-goal play and, you know, receiving on a half turn and carrying the ball. Whereas now he's become just a box player. So mm. if he's not doing any... If, if Gapo's not scoring or getting chances, you don't see him in a game anymore. Oh, wow. And I find that frustrating because last season he wasn't doing that. Last season he was involved in play. Evan was doing a whole, he's a new Firmino thing, right? Whereas now no one's saying that because he's not doing any of the stuff he was doing last season. So I wonder if that's a, if that's a coaching thing or if that's like he's just not really as involved because he's, he's you know, lost confidence. I don't know what it is, but I prefer the gap I saw towards the back end of last season than what I'm seeing right now. Um, and I think in the absence of, you know, Salah and Darwin and Jota, you'd hope he'd step up. I think Luis Diaz has actually stepped up and performed really well in the last few weeks and he hasn't. So that's been frustrating. So the first half was a bit of a slog. I'm like, again, the team we the team we had out, it was a midfield three of Joe Gomez, Bobby Clark and Alex... Alexis McAllister. That is not, those are not conditions set up for a team to dominate away from home and on and forest, right? So it was just tricky kind of um, first half. And the second half, I think we showed a bit more quality in the second half. I think our best moments in the second half came from when Bradley was combining with Elliot at times and like we're kind of moving it quickly, um, creating overloads, getting the ball into the box, cutbacks. That's why our best moments came. Mm. And I think our best players in the day, McAllister and, and Van Dijk, um, McAllister comes up with a moment of quality for the goal um, and we win the game so happy days yeah. man would you say that was a deserved win? 
on the balance of play, probably, but it wasn't like the sort of win where if we didn't win the game, I'm not going to be saying, oh, you know, we got robbed there and, oh, you know, we didn't, we deserved it. We had all these chances. It was one of those games where, yeah, on the balance of it, we'll probably the better side. Mm. Yeah, better side. But in terms of the way I want us to play, it was nowhere near that. But I knew that it was never going to be that kind of game. It was just about a game where you just win, get the three points and you move on. Just move on. Yeah, just just collect the points and not not fall behind in the uh, title race. So obviously, Mr. Resiliencia himself um, having a good season, 25 appearances, 10 goals, 7 assists. Um, Has he improved from from last season? If he has, where have you seen the improvements or is it more just maybe a bit more clinical? What Essentially, I'm asking, what, what are your thoughts on him this season? Darwin. I think uh, Darwin's a player that I've always I've been back and forth on. There are moments where I've, I've really been behind him as a player, there are times that I'm not behind him as a player, frustrating. Um, but I think this season he has improved. And I think the key thing for me is at times he's showing a bit more composure. Um, you know, and, and I think another thing with Darwin as well is he's he's become a lot less emotional. And what I mean by that is there are times when he's missed a big chance in the game and he's not let, let it affect his performance. So I think a good example of this is Chelsea, where we beat Chelsea 4-1 and Darwin misses chance after chance after chance. I think he hits the word work three times in the game, but his performance level never really suffers because of that. He's still being involved. He's still running the channels. He's still being as aggressive as he was despite the missed chances. You compare that to before, last season, Darwin was the sort of player where if he missed a chance, that would affect the next chance and the next action and the next kind of bit involvement in the game. So I think that's improved. And I think he is becoming a bit more composed um, and, he, and I think he's backing himself a bit more. He's like, you know, the chance will come. I'll, I'll, I'll finish it next time. Just that more of an arrogance, more of a swagger, which is which is kind of good to see. Obviously, we still see the, the Darwin moments of like a, a times when Mr. Chance, he should score. Uh, the touch might be a bit baggy at times. But in general, I think it's it's a big improvement. I think even technically, I think I've seen a big improvement. He's, he's playing some passes. I'm like, rah, like, it's like Darwin playing that little pass. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, he looks, and I think more than anything, his teammates trust him now. So right. McAllister's is a player that always looks for him, right? McAllister's is always trying to get the ball up to him. Yeah. Salah, when he plays with him, is always trying to combine with him. So I think his teammates trust him more. He trusts himself more. Right. Um, and and, it's, and it's, it looks good. It looks good. Reaping the benefits. Obviously, Lewis, um, Liverpool, our side, I'm sure you're watching uh, very closely week in, week out. Um, how do you feel about them? Obviously, you've got City. We know what City are about. They've been here, worn the T-shirt, won it all. Uh, Liverpool won it once. Um, what are you seeing from Liverpool when you do check in, when you're hate watching? Mm. Yeah, I've been impressed by how Liverpool have navigated the the situation in recent weeks. To be honest, because I think I think it would have been very easy for them just to sort of throw in the towel and be like, you know what, we've got unlucky. Um, like kind of go into a woe is me kind of uh, phase and you know succumb to that and drop some points, but. Yeah, I've been quite impressed because, um, yeah, like they, you would have expected them to drop some 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 points or you know gone out of the cup or you know lost the final in one of those games at least. Um, so yeah, I've been impressed, and and I think as the season grows, I'm, you know, taking a lot more notice of them because I have been kind of expecting them to tail off a little bit um, because I don't think they are as strong as um, us and City. I don't think they're as complete of a football side um, at both ends of the pitch. Mm. Uh, obviously, offensively, you, we always know they can score goals. Um, 
but I still think that the way they, I don't know, there's something about their structure that I'm, I'm still not quite convinced, especially earlier on in the season. Well, not earlier on the season, maybe like four or five weeks ago. I still wasn't particularly convinced by them. But um, yeah, I keep, I keep expecting them to tail off, but they're still quite, kind of hanging in. And, you know, it's one of those frustrating things. You're seeing teams miss chances against them and you're like, you fucking, you know, it's really, it's quite frustrating. Um, but yeah, I, they've got quite a, a, a favourable run in now, I think. I think once they get the City game out of the way, I think they have to get something from the City game. When you say um, have to get something, do you mean not lose or do you mean... Not lose. Oh, okay. I think we need to win the game personally, but I'll, I'll let Lewis finish. You, you probably do, but your 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 running is so favourable compared to us and City. Um, I think a draw wouldn't be like a horrendous result. For it's you not guys. the end. It's not the end of the world, but I think you're in a position where you need to start taking points off the teams around you to road their confidence. Mm. So yeah. I think if you beat City, if you beat City next week, you go four points clear of them. I think it is, and you're in a position now where City are two results away from you. Yeah, I think, and I think you need to be pessimistic about what City can do and what City can do is they can go on these ridiculous winning runs right so I'm still in the mindset of we need to get 90 plus points right is Until that possible can you get 90 points can, can you get I think 90 still points can. mathematically I still think right. we still can um, so, and my mindset is just win every game until we don't have to if that makes sense so for me taking points off City is absolutely essential in terms of winning that game of football yeah um, and I think your point on us versus you and City is interesting because I think what we have shown is, look, I think City and Arsenal approach the game differently to us. I think City and Arsenal are all about control, you know, minimising chances um, against them, um, compression. And I, and I heard on a, on a pod last week, Mario, you know, um, Shams, Disu, Flipping, everyone was, was on on Arsenal. Arsenal's so good. I mean, the favourites, right? I think everyone would say Arsenal are the favourites given how they play. Everyone, everyone's the loving them at the moment. To win the league, the, no, the way everyone's... Not. I think, I think you are. I mean, no, we're the Mariah, five favourites to win it. Mariah, Mariah Christian is the best team I'm in the league. Sure. So I'm, I'm, I'm one man. It was like they're the best team. Not, I don't think it was like the favourites. I think the point being made was like yeah. the best team to watch. Sure that's, that's what the point was last week. Thank you, Babs. Someone was listening and not, again, the agenda error that we're in. <laughs> <laughs> listen, listen, listen. I, said, I, was I listening. said I will not be surprised. I said I still expect City to win because they have Haaland, they have KDB, and they have Pep Guardiola. But when I'm watching these teams and how they navigate and how they have the whole teams humming from front to back, Arsenal is a team that I think puts together the best 90-minute performances. That's yeah, all I said, right. brother. I think, that's uh, all I said. Do you know what it is? Do, I find do you think Arsenal that's unfair, plays, Mike? Do you think that's not, unfair praise? Not, do you know what, you know what Lewis? It's not unfair. I, I messaged, Mariah knows I know it's not unfair because I messaged him after, after the pod and I said, I felt sick to my stomach listening to that pod, honestly. I had to pause it. I was on my commute into work. I had to pause it and thought, I can't listen to it. This is making me feel sick. But Arsenal play fantastic football. I can't, I'm not an idiot, right? Arsenal, this is what it looks like. When Arsenal are playing at the moment, this is what it looks like. But I think what I found frustrating this season, and again, Arsenal, I think are a really, really good side. No one's denying that this is a really side that can win the league title. What I found frustrating is throughout this whole season, Dan Burgs, whoever it might be, all Dan people, what? Dan Burgs. <laughs> 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 whoever it might be and I think it's funny he's I'm on to him by the way but I think it's funny but everyone's been waiting for Liverpool to fall off but you've been I think we've been underrated this season which is fine yeah I, I think we aren't like Arsenal we aren't like City but we have quality you can't write off a team that has Alisson Van Dijk Salah Trent McAllister Sabozla like all these quality players Jota 
Like, why a team? Why are people dismissing us? Why are people saying... We've just said a bunch of players that are, that are currently injured. Yeah. Like, is, that, like, is that... Bro. <laughs> I'm no, still winning. Because I think I think because we aren't playing the kind of like compression and mm. you know the field tilt stuff that Arsenal are playing, people are like, well, because Liverpool aren't doing that, they can't win it. But we're approaching the game in a different way. Your field tilt is probably high. Your field tilt is probably high, though, isn't it? Literally, just the amount of touches you get in the opposition's box versus the amount of touches they get in yours. Yeah, but it's not as high as Arsenal's, right? Let's not be. But let's not. Let me let me finish my point. Condescending towards analytics, right? Your field tilt is probably high as well. (laughs) I know it is, but I'm saying that you know, Arsenal fans they love that kind of stuff. The field tilt, all of that good jazz. I get it, right? Because I think Arsenal again. They dominate teams in a way that is fantastic. There's some other teams. They're going to yeah. win tomorrow 4-0. Lovely times. All of that good stuff, right? I get it. But just don't write off the team just because they're not approaching football the way you are. That's what I'm mm-hmm. saying. Um, and, no, no. And I, I get that. I completely get it, yeah. have obvious quality. Because even now, Dan Boogs, I saw him yesterday retweeting um, a tweet saying... What did you oh, call him? Dan Boogs. <laughs> <laughs> you what, I thought you missed when he said it earlier. <laughs> I was saying you, you, you can't. You, I was I I saw him yesterday retweet um Sherwin Street where Sherwin was saying, "Oh, you know, you can't write Liverpool off. You know, Liverpool they know what it looks like, blah blah." blah. But he was writing us off. He literally said it's not sustainable. He sent me a voice note after the Arsenal game. Mm. Oh, what you guys are doing isn't sustainable. I remember all of it. So mm. again, it's going to be interesting to end the season. But what I think is happening now is these are three top quality teams, different approaches, and let's mm. see how it goes. I respect Arsenal. What I question think Arsenal you, mate? Top top side. Um. I think Liverpool, we're doing things our own way and City are City. So let's see. Mm. I've got, yeah, I've got a question for you, Mike. So do, do, do you disagree that what you're doing is unsustainable? Do, do you hear, do you at least hear some of the, the points they're trying to make in terms of what what people are seeing, you know, in terms of like how you guys are performing in recent? Like, do you at least see any validity in it? I definitely hear it to some extent, right, in terms of some of the chances we can see at times in games. Um, but from when I say I feel like it is sustainable, it's because we have 11 league games left. Mm. We are in March. And we have a level of quality in the side that means that that quality is, is undeniable. That quality can get At you present. through games. That quality can win you games. That quality, even the mentality as well. I think people often don't think about the intangibles. It means more. Those sorts of things can get you through spells. It means more has got us through the last week. I'll be real. I'll be real. So like, don't write us off, you know? I, I, to be fair, I... I was also one of the people who didn't think Liverpool would be in a race and they've surprised me. I still don't think they're going to win it, personally, but at the very least, I can acknowledge you're here and you're not going anywhere. But, right, when we're talking about when we're talking about Liverpool in recent games, um, those players that you mentioned, that it means more to, etc., cetera, et cetera, they've not been available. Obviously, Salah's going to come back soon. Alisson might be out for a couple of weeks. Uh, Trent is still out for a couple more weeks. We know Saboz lies back, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But some of the some of the chances that you guys have like given up, understandably because you got injuries, have been mad. They've been mad in the last couple of games, and I think the difference has been you're saying it means more, and of course it does mean more because you have the resilience that lets you keep going for games towards the end, which I definitely appreciate. But you also have the fact that some of these teams are are choking. They're choking when it comes to Liverpool. And I think if you continue to give up the number of chances that you have given up in recent games, eventually you will be punished. What I would, what I would say, Tobes, as well, is I think people are ignoring 
what we've done since the turn of the year. And I think since the turn of the year, we actually haven't. So people keep on saying Liverpool can see loads of chances. It's not been that bad since the turn of the year, right? So I'm not talking about the, the turn of the year. I'm talking about literally this last couple of like this last week or so because of the injuries. I'm saying some of the players that you've some of the players that you've got injured, they're still going to be injured for a couple more weeks. So so what I'm saying is if you still continue to play the way you've played in your last three in your last three or so games, and you give up that many chances, eventually one of these teams are gonna stick these chances so, away. So that's what, so I'm what I would say to is we have hit them for free, didn't we? Yeah, so I think, so what I would say is we have one more Premier League game before the international break, which is City at home. Yeah. So Bozlai mm-hmm. will be back for that. Darwin will be back for that and starting, hopefully. And I think Salah's Bozlai a big one. Bozlai played well before back. he got injured. Who? They wanted him benched. So Bozlai, but I think, I think so Bozlai is a player that he's is had he a, a bad spell. Is he a value he's add? Aside I from think defensively, he is. I think yeah, he'll probably help them. I think... I think so oh, wow. the biggest thing we've missed is his his athleticism. Mm. So we haven't had in midfield a profile that can like press re- aggressively throughout a 90 minutes. Okay. We've had Bobby Clark in there quite diminutive at times. And McAllister, obviously he can press, but not like as well as the yeah. Um Yeah. So I think we need that kind of dynamism in midfield. And I think we only have one league game before Trent comes back, I think. Massive, um, massive game. Um, that's massive. Um, so I think, look, given what's, the conditions and the circumstance, we've done really well the last week. And I think since the turn of the year, the Arsenal game is the only game I've been thoroughly disappointed in our performance level. Um, I think most of the games this this kind of since the turn of the year, we've performed well when we've had most players available. And even when we haven't had players available, we've been spirited, we've dug in and we found a way to win. And that's important to win a league title. So my point mm-hmm. is, it's not perfect. I'm not, I'm not saying it's perfect at Liverpool. I'm saying we have the quality to win the league. And, you know, I also respect what Arsenal are doing. I respect the fact that, you know, Saka's come to the party now. I respect the way they're defending. I respect what City are doing with Foden, with Haaland, with Rodri. All of these teams are top, top teams. But I just don't think we can be dismissed, right? I think we've shown resilience with players absent. I think we've shown equality with players present. You know, this is a team that 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 is finding ways to win week in, week out. Fair, I agree. Fair. I agree. I agree with that. Yeah, and, and just the last point on sustainability. It's just like... um. We are literally, like Mike, you made a good point. There's 11 games left. And yeah, fine, we can talk about sustainability for the for the course of the season so far. But there are 11 games left and there's no guarantees. That, you know, for people that are relying on variants to take a, a swing, that doesn't necessarily mean that that's going to happen over the next 11 games. It's like a that's a very small it's an 11 sample game size. Yeah, it's 11 game sprint. And, you know, if you've got your hitters available, anything can happen. Um, and that's, I'm sure that's what Liverpool will be relying on. I can imagine quite a few Liverpool games from now to the end of the season is literally going to be like, can we, you know, you, okay, you're going to score two, we're going to get three. You know, that kind, those kind of games, I, I, I really can see a lot of um, finale finishes, 90th minute, um, four, three wins, three, two wins, that kind of stuff for Liverpool over the next, uh, if they're going to win it, that's how, that's how they're going to win it, I think. Interesting. So just to get a quick uh, read of the room, um, if we were to do the top three, Liverpool, Arsenal, City, where where it ends up after 38 games, um, where are we going? I'll start with you, Tobes. Man City first. Mm. Um, on paper and on performance. No, not on paper. What do you think? What do you think is going to happen, mate? Well, you give me a prediction line. Don't fucking disrespect us on Touchdown and Frackers, Librarian, man. Librarian FC. Man, I don't know why you're talking about... Get enough predictions wrong on top six. 
<laughs> this was oh, All right, cool. I'm I'm going for I'm going for Man City, um, Arsenal, and then Liverpool. That's how okay. I think it's going to end. Uh, Babs, actually put much more into it. Honestly. I haven't looked up at that part of the table in a while. But um, <laughs> you, you are a depressed yeah. man right now, aren't you? Man, he said he hasn't looked up at that part of the table. That's a crazy life. I'm just watching basketball. I'm not watching any football games. Just shut up. Do you know what? Yeah, do you know what? Yeah, I can take when you talk from man and all this. Go on, tell us how to take win trophies. But you Terms, I don't want to hear from you. That's how we don't win trophies. I ain't heard that one. If I was to go, I would actually go Arsenal, City, Liverpool. Say again, Arsenal, City, Liverpool. Okay, cool. Lewis. Yeah, I'm with Babs. I think I think we'll I think we I think we're gonna win it. And then who do you have coming second? And who do you have coming third? Yeah, same as Babs. Arsenal. Oh, same as Babs. Okay. And how about you, uh, Doctor Mike? I'm gonna go Liverpool, City, Arsenal. But what I would say on Arsenal is the Champions League is where, I would, if I'm an Arsenal fan, I don't know. A lot of them aren't talking about it a lot because they're a bit nervous and shy. If they get past Porto, I think the only team that they should fear is City. Mm. Um, I, I fancy them against most time teams on two legs because of the quality in both boxes. So. I don't think they'll win the league. I could be wrong, of course. They're a top side. But I think the Champions League, is a, they have a good chance. That's what I'd say. Boy, them nerves. Them nerves in the Champions League when it gets to the quarters and the semis. Heritage, it means more. You know, muscle memory, all of that stuff. Boy. It means it, it, it counts in the Champions League. But I think they have it, got genuine yeah. points, unfortunately. It does. It's unfortunate. It will make me, it will make me sick to my no Mariah will be on the pod talking about how much she loves Arsenal again, I'm sure. And all of that jazz. Shems will come oh. on and talk about how much she loves Arsenal. Dissu will be oh. talking about... We're How much he loves Arsenal as well. I bloody hated it. Can we talk about I know obviously we're talking about the title chances. Obviously, Liverpool's won, and I do agree with Mike. Props to Liverpool for still digging out these results with what they've had because yeah. their injury list has been mad. But can we talk about that ridiculous decision and officiating towards the end of that well, game? That's that pretty, I didn't actually see it, Tobes. What happened? So um a corner was played in Nottingham Forest took a corner. Kelleher and Kanate have clashed. Um, mm-hmm. uh, Kanate's got a head injury, right? Nottingham Forest have then got the ball uh, at the edge. I think it was just outside Liverpool's box at the edge of it. I think Cho or someone had the ball and was ready to try and put another cross in. The ref has then blown the whistle, right? Because obviously it's a head injury. Kanate, um, Kanate's on the ground. Cool. So what the ref then decides to do is he then decides that rather than giving the ball back to Nottingham Forest... He's then going to do a drop ball and give it back to Liverpool. Kelleher then gets the ball, gives it to whoever it was that Liverpool had in the lead up. Liverpool then go up the other end and then they score. When in reality, the ball should have been given back to Nottingham Forest for that passage of play. It should have been. Toes, I don't, obviously, a ridiculous decision, but it's consistent with how you refereed the game. So in the first half, um, we have the ball and I think Elliot takes a shot and it hits Yates in the head. I think we had the ball at this mm-hmm. point, but because it's a, it's a head injury, they stopped the play. And I think Forrest get the ball from the restart. So he did that in the first half of Forrest. It's just that when he did it for us in the second half, we scored from it, right? So again, a bad decision, but it's consistent with how you refereed that game. Yesterday, I don't think he had a good game, the referee. Um, and that's showing that decision he makes. But 
Look, I saw guys tweeting about sportsmanship after the game. This is just about winning, guys. <laughs> I, I, again, I, I, I agree, Mike. If, if, if we in the last minute of the game had, 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 had one minute to win a game, yeah, and we gave the ball back to the opposition, I'll, I'll, I'll go fucking mental, mate. It's just about I'll winning, fucking guys. Score. What the hell? What it looks like. shit about who gets the ball. It's just, up, guys, man. It's just about winning. I've never seen that guy tweet sportsmanship tweets. <laughs> Come on, guys. Let's be real. Yo, you know what? Yeah, to Mike, me and you, Mike, just the, the enemy of my enemy is my friend, yeah? And you, my friend, are my friend, yeah? Do you remember when De Gea was pretending <laughs> like to be it, injured like and it. Emil Smith-Rowe just banged it in the... Banged it in the <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was, that was funny, um, man. That, those last few seasons from De Gea are some of the most shocking <laughs> goalkeeping we've ever had the displeasure of watching. <laughs> and that may be his worst moment. Like, nobody believed you were injured, mate. Not a single... What is this you're not injured. Don't try it. Um, you've waited long enough to let's let's catch up on all things uh Tottenham Hotspur. So a home game yesterday against Crystal Palace, new manager, new manager bounce. Um, you won three one coming back from an Eze free kick. Talk us through the performance. Yeah, the performance still wasn't as fluid as I would have liked. Um, we had all the, the territorial um had all the, the all the all the stats that people look to for like how you dominate a game we had it so apart from shots we had the possession camped in palace's half etc cetera, etc cetera. but for whatever reason we were struggling to actually get off uh, meaningful attempts especially in the first half in the first half i think we only had like three attempts to their goal um we had one on target which really should have put us one nil up but we have Timo Werner to thank for that. Clean for on goal, got the freedom, the freedom of the pitch to run into and somehow still <laughs> doesn't find the back of the net. But um, second half was probably much of the same. Um, and then obviously Eze gets that free kick, he scores that free kick, literally a goal out of the blue from Palace who did nothing because they were snuffed out the whole game as, a, as an offensive threat, snuffed out. And then I think we made some changes and the changes literally just put a rocket in our in our backside, man. Um, I'll be real. To be fair, we were probably loading before the changes. So Sun hit the post. Um, I think there was another uh, there was another moment as well that we had in that game. But yeah, the changes really sort of sparked things to life. Brennan Johnson, I've criticised him a lot, but he really came on and, and he was dangerous for Tottenham, man. Um, he probably should have scored before he assisted the first goal. Should have scored, had a chance right in front of goal. Didn't completely mishit it. Um, but then, yeah, man, good hustle, good endeavour for him to set up Werner's equaliser. Um, good play from Madison for the for the goal that Romero scored to get us into the lead. And then Brennan Johnson, again, good hustle to then play Sun through for the third goal. So thoroughly deserved to win that game of football, but we're still searching for that, like, more long-lasting performance um, that we associated with Spurs earlier on in the season. So... <clears throat> Hopefully it will come soon because I, I still think there are some players that are because like early season. You guys, what do you think's changed? Early season, you guys were like playing, you know, hooping. Yeah, I think I think it's a multitude of things, really. So I think um, players some some players are out of form. So like Kulisevsky, he had a better game yesterday, but he's still out of form. Same for Basuma, had a better game yesterday, but still out of form. Um, <clears throat> Who else? Who else am I missing? Who else am I missing? Um, 
I'm trying to remember who else. Benton Cole, he's been out of form as well. He, um, <clears throat> even like Destiny as well. Destiny been great this season, but as an offensive threat, I think his form has dipped a little bit in recent weeks. Um, and then even the the stop-start schedules or the injuries, we've just had <coughs> injuries and absences. We've just had too much change in our team, way too much change. At least in the first 11 weeks, you knew what team was going to play for Spurs week in, week out. And I think since that Chelsea game, like I'm struggling to think of, how, of a time where we've played probably the same team more than twice in succession as well. And I also think teams are are, are better planned for what we have to to throw at them as well. So they're finding ways to to negate what we have to 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 offer. So it's a it's been a combination of things, man. And yeah, like it's just it's led to what you see now where like there's still some inconsistency, there's still some dodginess in games, but for the most part, um we've still been quite good. We're still scoring goals and we're still picking up points. So yeah, it's it's um building blocks. That's what I wanted to say. It's building blocks. Building blocks obviously and won like the best manager in London this from the LMA yeah. awards. Nonsense. He was quite he was quite sheepish about it himself. I think he was a bit embarrassed, but it is what it yeah. is. What sort of season has Kulusevski had then? I think he's had an okay season. So like I think with Kulusevski, like when he's good, he's really good. Like he whether he's playing off the right or whether he's playing centrally, um, he's really good. He he was someone up until recently, when I say recent, I mean like the last probably back in the December onwards, um, he was someone who would always be able to create chances for Spurs. Like, whether you don't like the fact that he doesn't go at his man enough or doesn't use his right foot, at the very least, this was always someone who could create a lot of danger for Tottenham, irrespective of what game he's having. But I think, yeah, since the turn of the year, the guy's actually been really bad. Like, he's someone who's actually meant to be good at retaining the ball. He's losing the ball. Um He's not using his right foot enough. He's still shot shy. He's been shot shy all season, refusing to, to shoot when the opportunity presents itself. And his decision-making with, with his with his choice of pass, it's just not been good. Like, it's just, he's been doing things that we don't really associate with, with um, Kulisewski. Like, I know that he's not the greatest goal scorer. I know that he's not like a explosive 1v1 guy, but he is someone who can be direct. And he is someone who can create a lot of danger for Spurs. And he's not done that anywhere near to the standard that he's capable of doing in the last two months, in my opinion. So, yeah, I just, I, I need him to pick up, to pick up. Yesterday was better. Yesterday was was, was better. But again, it's, it's it's not hard to pick up your performance when your performance is literally like a one or two out of 10 to like a, a five, maybe six out of 10. So Fair it doesn't enough. really do much. Basuma's another one as well. He needs to pick up his form. His form has been really, really poor um, the last couple of months. Obviously, he's missed games of football, but his form has not been good. So, yeah, yeah. he needs to pick always, always appreciate your, your objectivity when it comes to Spurs. Feeling confident for top four, top five finish? Confident for top five finish, absolutely. Confident for top four? I'm still going to say yes, but it's difficult because I feel like Aston Villa, they're not going away, man. I really thought like we could shake them off by now. They're just not going away. And it's it, credit to them. I think they're having a fantastic season relative to what their expectations were. Yeah. If it's any it's comfort, I don't think Emery's ever finished in the top four. For, um, no, not really. It's in, really. Well, part PSG he has, but nowhere, nowhere else. I don't think he has anywhere else. Yeah, so. yeah PSG, <laughs> yeah. But I don't think he, have, he never did it at Sevilla. don't think he did it at Villarreal. And he didn't do it at Ooh. Arsenal either. 
Yeah, I think yeah. the topes for you guys, you haven't got European football and they have, so eventually there might pick up a few injuries. Who knows? I still think we have the edge because there's a bit of a cushion, I think. I could be wrong. Okay, yeah, fair. Yeah, so it's, tight. It's, it's definitely 50 50. Have you guys got to play each other as well? Yeah, we're playing each other next week, so that's a big oh, game. Oh, where, are you, where are you playing? At theirs, that's yeah. All eyes on me, slot. They're going to hammer you, man. So one, <laughs> nah, not all eyes on me. It's an early one. It's an early one. It's a 1 p.m. one. Oh, hey, they're gonna <laughs> all of us are, are gonna be on your team, brother. Next week, you better do your job. Next week, that's that's who we got. Who slot. we got next week? You've got no, I'm Brent, talking about mine. Oh, oh, mine. Right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they've got, um, yeah, they've got what's up with these um, not 4 30 or lies on me games on a Sunday. So today was 3 30. Next week is quarter to four. What's going on here? 3 30. Yeah, I don't understand it. And I just went on Sky now to see if there was any football one. I saw. Leicester v Chelsea. I was like, I'm sure Chelsea played yesterday, and of course the uh, yeah. Sky tricked me again. <laughs> cool, uh, cool, nice one, uh, Tom's lovely break. It's the women's there. game, by the way. That's what I was referring to. Yeah. Of course, yeah. And uh, Babs, last not least, I mean, in the table you are accumulated the least points this season. Uh, so you had a nice little West London tussle with uh, Brentford, finished two-two. Um, talk to us. What the hell is going on? What the hell is going on over there, man? That smells shit. Yeehaw. <laughs> Watch your tinner booze, tricky blues, man. <laughs> Watch your tinner booze. <laughs> it's tricky blues, man. That, that guy, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you, you know what, yeah? Like, like... I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm not gonna take a step back from the game yesterday. But on one of our our recent Chessie podcasts, you know, you know, me and Shems were talking about Poch. You no, know, me and Jerry, so we're talking about Poch. You know about you know what he's done so far, mm-hmm. and that's like, so one of the listeners thought I, I was joking, but personally, I feel like he may be an inside man. He may, I don't know who well, sent who, him, but somebody may have sent him to come and just cause absolute destruction in the club. Well, what club, though? Who's he an inside man for? I don't, maybe Spurs. For the Premier League. He's a Premier League agent. Hey, listen, I don't know, but I mean, he he has been an absolute agent of chaos mm. so far this season. Can I ask a question? Though? Why are you suggesting that Spurs are Spurs, Spurs could be the ones that have planted him? Because it's like you were shit last season, so. It could be anybody, but I'm talking about Poch yeah. in particular, brother. That's what I'm talking about. I'm talking about Poch oh, in particular. Club ties. Fair, fair, fair. Yeah, club ties. Yeah, there you go. There you go. But, mm. you know, jokes aside, I, I don't know what's going on w- with him this season. You know, you look at how we played in the preseason, you know, our style of play, the way he wanted to to, to set us up, and he's just completely just switched it up, you know, from, from, oh, from yeah, what you he had. You guys were gassed during preseason, weren't you? It, it, it wasn't even just, yeah, in, in, we, we were, and it was, it was actually about just the actual way he wanted to play football. You know, and you compare it to, to now, you know, the, the same problems that he had at PSG, some similar problems, I guess, he had during his later stage at Tottenham are starting to come up, you know, in terms of, you know, struggling against deep blocks, you know, actually how you're going to build up play. It's, it's just it's just really, really worrying. Even even just the way he profiles players, it's, it's confusing. It's easier to confusing. do against like the New England Patriots and stuff in pre-season, isn't it? It's like... Easier to do. Hmm. I, I, I guess you could say that. I guess you. I guess you could say that. But yeah, no, it's, it it has been truly, truly baffling. Like from his usage of players, the way he brings players in and out. So, for instance, you know, Modric, he, he scored a goal. You know, in in, in the midweek against Leeds, 
mm. playing the central position. He looked like he was actually performing a lot better there. Mm. Stepping up, he moves him out wide. Yeah. Obviously, you know, he, he he's he's obviously lost in the game. You're not going to get the same impact that you had through central. I mean, what he did he do on the weekend? He doesn't even play him mm. or Sterling, who he moved out wide. And I, I don't know what he's trying to do. And, and I think that's that's the worrying thing as a fan. You know, in fact, if you're to compare, you know, you know, people say you trust the process, but when you, when you're trusting the process, there has to be something you trust. There has to be something on the field to see that you can say, okay, this is something I can get behind with the manager from. You know, there has to be a set of ideals that, as a fan, you know, you can get some state, some stage of encouragement. I know a lot of fans, rival fans, have been like, oh, you know, but in the big games, this big games, that. But if if you think about, it, you know, it's a lot easier. To you know, actually play your football. I, I guess you know on the counter attack against the big teams because they're going to be a little more open. But the 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 the, the, the fact of the matter is in the Premier League, the majority of teams are going to play as Chelsea. They're going to sit back against you at the very least. And the question then becomes to the manager: What is your idea to actually, you know, instill your ideals against opposition? What what is your idea to actually push opposition back and actually create chances in in, in that regard? Because so far, you know, Posh, one thing, one thing I will give him, you know, he's, he's, he's helped, he's improved us in transition. So we do win the ball back, you know, well, pretty well in terms of the middle third and the final third to create chances through there. But outside of that, I don't really think we have like an actual consistent main avenue of, of chance creation. You know, yeah. we've got the individual quality that, for instance, a Palmer can bring, a Sterling can bring on the odd occasion, even Nicholas Jackson. But there's no consistent pattern of a way you're going to expect a Chelsea team to go and actually create chances. And for me as a fan, it's, it's, it's quite worrying. You, know, you then look again, you know, in terms of like how he's actually profile players, how he's used players, again, baffling, playing Levi Colwell for the majority of the season at left-back, baffling, Enzo for the first 10-odd games in number 10, baffling, leaving Caicedo on the islands, baffling, using Chilwa at left wing, baffling. The, the list goes on and on, using the Sassi at right-back. It, 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 it's, just, it's just continuous with the manager and, there's just no no signs of positivity for me. I know a lot of people be like, oh, you know, but if you guys win a cup, you know, you can go again this season. But I, I think it's over, man. You listen to his, to his press conferences even, you know, the guy sounds like he wants to be fired. He sounds like he wants to be fired. You know, you know he obviously had the thing about, oh, you know, the team felt as if, you know, it went better off to, to play for penalties. He's like, okay, if you even believe that, sticking as it is, why, why would you even say that publicly? You know, like, why could you have a semblance of shame, you know, to just... Say something, you know, actually that fans are going to be able to get behind, you know, get get your fans to actually rally the fans because at the end of the day, you're ex the manager. The, the first big job you're going to have to do as a Chelsea manager is actually get these guys on side. And he hasn't done it. He hasn't even tried to do it, you know. And as a fan, personally, I don't see any positivity coming up in this season. I don't, I don't think there's any way he can, he can turn it around. And if there's any good thing the board has done of recent, it's given him a two-year contract. So it's not a long-term contract. Yeah. There's a hope that they're going to walk away at the end of the season, and uh, yeah, it's just been an absolute massive mess. He hasn't even, he hasn't even. You know, you're, you're, I'm, I'm going to give back to you, man. I'm. I'm I, think, I think I've, I think I've gone enough. I've gone enough. I've even, I've even spoken about the game. I didn't spoken about the game. You yeah, really answered my question. You didn't watch it. It's just another week of. <laughs> <Pochettino, right? laughs> not my question. Yeah. It was just another. It was just another week of Pochettino, as you said. You know, it was a team that passed the ball, you know, around the middle third. Trying to go the opposition out, you know, play a couple crosses, you know, send a two centimeters to, to play a second strikers, score a goal on a counter attack. You could you can say the same thing week on week on week, you know, even in, in the positive games. You know, for instance, let's say against City, for instance, where we drew one one. 
the goal we the goal we got was off the counter attack. You know, I'm not saying it's a, it's a bad thing to, to rely on counters, but there has to be something else. You know, there has to be something else. You, you have to be, you know, actually pushing yourself on onto opposition teams, and we just don't do it. Mm. We just don't do it. And I, I, as a manager, like he's he is he's really he's really embarrassing himself. You know, as a Chelsea manager, you like it. I love it. I don't like it. There's nothing to like. Well, it. I love it. Our players are blading the blame all together here, then. So, buck stops with no, manager, they, right? They, yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah I, of I, course. I, I, you I, know I how it goes. I want to say, I want, I, I, don't, yeah. I don't think players should, should, should avoid blame. Play, players should definitely be critiqued. I won't disagree, mm-hmm. but at the end of the day, if, if as a manager, you're not even putting the players in the half best position for them to succeed, what, what, do, what do you want me to do? Who's not in their life? best position? Best position or best usage, like in terms of profile. So, for instance, yeah, let's say yeah. Kaiseido, right? Who is he not putting in the? Yeah, who is he not getting the best out of? Do you feel? He's not getting the best out of any of the players. First of all, and I, I literally just gave you a list of players at the, at the beginning. Yeah, but yeah, but you lot were telling us like four, 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 four or five players who could be player of the season from Chelsea this year. So clearly, he's getting. Who, so I'm, I'm, okay, Lewis, Lewis, Lewis. Let, let's let's not get into this. You lot. He, he, he say, she say. Yeah. You are guilty by association. Address, That's how it works. Me. Okay, so I want to ask you about Kiki Palmer and Gallagher and all these. <laughs> Kiki Palmer. Order, 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 order. Order, order, order. Order, order, order. I want to ask about a couple players. So Raheem, Raheem Sterling obviously came in from City, big reputation. He hasn't done well. Let's let's call it what, what it Agreed. is. Um, what do you guys want to do? What would you want to see happen with him next? You think it's time for him to you know go out to greener pastures and you invest in the younger players, or do you want him to see if he can stay and you know get this thing right? I mean, to be I'm surprised they leave last summer, mm. more so because I. For me, um, I think he obviously came in, you know, under Tuchel. He was a Tuchel signing. He obviously was quite convinced about his idea in terms of like his project and what he wanted to do. So, I thought the, the moment obviously he was sacked, you could also see that he, he didn't look he didn't look interested. Um, this season, what I will say, NFP's performed amazingly well. But if you like look look at all of our goals throughout the season, he's he's been involved in every in pretty much the majority of them. You know, just like positive things that that go on. Um, I think it's a tough one. In terms of what what I'd want to do next season, because I don't want to just say you know sell him in in a reactionary state, but I think it's quite hard to justify keeping that contract in the books when he's not you know really filling up trees. Mm. Um, I think it's a tough one because you can say you know trust in the other players below him, but if you, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't want to put Mudrik as the as the starting left winger. Just, just to get rid of Sterling yeah. and your, your lack of answers, an answer within itself. There, yeah. Um, let, let's yeah. keep moving swiftly on. Um, on Kunku, a lot of injuries this season. Are you worried? You know what? Yeah, it, it was so interesting, right? Um, and this is a plug for this is a plug for the Discord. If you guys aren't, aren't in, in the Discord, definitely sign up. There's a lot of really good um football discourse going on going on there on the daily. Nice. But, um, in the Chessie Discord, Discord, we had a discussion. What did he sign? We signed him last year, right? Fucking mm-hmm. time's flown. We signed him last year, and um, some of us we were in the camp of, yeah, he's a quality player, but it's always risky to sign a player preemptively for for not even just the, the January, but the next summer, mm-hmm. you know. I mean, obviously, following that, he got the injury, right. and it kind of like felt a bit of like an "I told you so." You see, you can't do that. 
you can't sign a player, da, 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 da. But I, personally, I, I, I'm definitely worried because it's not the first injury. Um, the first injury was obviously a knee injury. And I'm, I I don't know how injury, I don't know how injuries work, but I think I read somewhere that when you have an injury, like your hamstring just tend to be a lot more like prone to, to, to be to be injured because you haven't played a lot, a lot of games. You're not match fit. And even though he has been, you know, drip thread minutes, he, he still obviously got injured against Liverpool. I picked up a hamstring. So, yeah, that's definitely worrying because Pochettino admitted himself early on in the season that, that he was a big part of his plans in terms of um, his, his attacking um, outlet. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's, it's not looking good for him either. Okay, that, cool. That, yeah, it's, 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 it's crazy. looking scary, he's, man. He's missed 29 games with injury with four different injuries. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's a quality player, but he looked unfit last week when we watched him play um, against us. Rude. I thought he looked unfit, so Rude. no surprise he got an injury. He got an injury. Whatever's the French version of bully beef. Um, cool. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Couple croissants. Yeah. Um, I was going to ask you, uh, you're a player you watched in France quite a bit, actually, and you told me about him before you guys even went in for him. Malo Gusto, how's, it, how's he done mm. this season for you? I think he's been quality. I think yeah. he's been quality. Um, I think he's, been a, he's in a shining light. For us, he's actually been able to play consistently. You know, yeah. whilst Rhys James has been out injured, um, I know that was a worry for some Chelsea fans in terms of you know having two quality right backs there. You know, is he going to be able to play enough games? But you know, due to Reese's you know availability issues, he was able to have a platform to perform. He's had some quite. He's had some. Oh, so he has got a platform to perform, does he? Gusto. Hmm. Well, wait, 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 should I take this? No, I'm just saying, you were saying that earlier that Poch hasn't given any players a platform to perform, but... I'm saying this platform has come from the fact that Reese has been injured. Oh, okay. I, his quality, just his a, quality just was being, known to me yeah. anyway, you know, so mm. I knew what we were getting in, in the quality of player, as Marais, you know, said earlier, but yeah, he's, he's been a good player. Um, He's definitely been a shining light for the, for the team and he's definitely someone that I, I enjoy watching play for Chelsea, so yeah, I guess that's, that is a positive, I guess, yeah. Fair. Um, Thiago Silva, has it come to the end of the road? Um, I think his body's starting to finally, you know, shut down. You know, like the guy is obviously he's injured. Um, he never should have been relied on to play as many games as he, as he has as what a 38, 39 year old. Mm. I can't think of many other athletes in top level sports who played to that age, you know, and maintain a, a top level. Right. You know, so we expect him to have continued. It was, it was a big ask. Um, obviously, they brought in the Sassy. How's that going? Not a fan at all. I'm, 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 I'm not a fan of him at, at, at all. Okay. No. But um, hopefully, you know, the, the likes of, you know, Cole Will, Badia Shule, the ghost of Fafana, if he's able to come back with injury. Again, another that's one. That's you probably... A few, quite a few um, serious injuries. Young centre-backs. Yeah, yeah, so there's, there's quite a few young centre-backs there, so... I guess what they have said in terms of around around some of the surprises for Fana is that they're not going to even rush him back. They're just going to let him, you know, sit out for the rest of the season, you know, get fit again. So there is a hope that they can, you know, come in and actually fill in. There's also been talks that we're looking at another centre back potentially, and I have a feeling it may be due, due to the fact that obviously with Thiago Silva going, they're going to want to sell. Apparently, they're going to sell Alaba to you know balance the books or whatever. Yeah. Um. So they're going to want to look to bring in a senior centre back potentially. Um. Yeah. I guess it, it could work, but the question is who? Because the Sassy was supposed to be a senior centre back, and I don't think he's really of the quality, in, in my opinion, to be a star for where we should be wanting to be. 
So, Babs, do you not think yeah. Dusasti is serviceable at all as a player? Because I've seen him have some really imposing games and then seen him have games where he looks like really, really poor. So is it a case of the level is poor and there's nothing you can do about that? Or is there a player in there somewhere? I think as as a, as a squad player, you know, you can, you can, you can hang about, but I, I wouldn't trust him as a starter personally. Um, I think ideally as, as a top team, you're, you're going to want to be a team that makes the pitch as compact as possible. You know, mm. push it, push it and uh, up as high as possible. And Desassi, on the turn, he he's, he's not the quickest, so mm. that in, that in itself is a massive red flag. And with players of that um, ilk, the other balancing fact is that okay, what's your positioning like? And his positioning it it, it leaves a lot to, to to ask for at times. So mm. I'm not exactly sure okay, yeah. if he's what, what are his redeeming qualities. Um, he's proud and passionate. I'll give him that. He's proud and passionate. Means, he, means he, more. He, he, body on the line. He, he, he gets the crown <laughs> more. You know, like the, you know, for instance, you know the City game. You know, he got a couple blocks, couple clearances. You know, he, um, he's not. He's not terrible. He's not a terrible passer. Um, I'm not the biggest fan of his his passing. I, I think he, he he leaves a couple hospital hospital passes. He doesn't always give the the, the, um, the receiver the best actual like chance of like actually taking the ball. Sometimes he like, I asked for, ask for redeeming qualities, and you're giving me okay. more. Atrocities, man. Uh-huh. <laughs> Shit against Um, are you are you somebody who would like Mourinho back? And what are your thoughts on those who are potentially looking at him coming back? You know what? At the end of the day, everybody's just had their own opinion. Don't Mourinho back, fair enough. Um, I guess we'll have to see. Personally, would I want him back? No. Um, I think sometimes you got you gotta leave a good thing to be a good thing, you know. Leave the fond memories to be fond. The last memories we had from a couple of seasons ago were, were obviously, you know, crashing out, you know, mm. again, you know, finishing mid-table and then going off to rivals. And obviously, you know, there's been enough time now for that to be forgotten. Right. You know, in terms of like how you performed at those clubs and, and, and the way you left. So I think sometimes, you know, just just let let just let let let, let the past be the past, you know. And 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 I mean what I get why some people want him to come back because it's an idea of that, you know, he's He's a figurehead of what was successful in the in the previous regime of Chelsea. Right. So he was get the it first manager that we brought in. Pardon? Like Mariah, would you want Alex Ferguson back? No. Like that's more. Well, so well, that's that's I, don't, I don't mean me. But what I'm saying is in close to hundred now. That's that's maybe. Yeah, that's, that's yeah, fair enough. That's fair enough. Enough. He's probably still a better coach than Ten Hag. To be fair. <laughs> <laughs> but, but Lewis, when, 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 when I say that, is it's more so a thing of. It's, it's the fans' fond memories of him, you know, and again the rose tinted glasses that Lewis spoke about earlier. Yeah, like, I, think, I don't get it. I think I think when you look at surely Chelsea fans must be looking at what other clubs are doing well. Like mm. what what are we doing wrong, and what right. are other clubs doing right? No other serious team mm. is going to employ Jose Mourinho as as a, as their football coach. When when yeah. Klopp leaves Liverpool, Liverpool are not going to be tapping up Jose Mourinho to, to, to get to get the job next mm. you know n- nobody's doing that so I don't really understand it from like why any serious football nah, club it's, it's a really Jose good Mourinho. point from Lewis I, 
Babs, are there any managers you've got your eye on that might be a good fit for Chelsea? No. Amarin, I mean, and there's a lot of talk about I, I, him. Listen, I don't know about all these. You, you know, Moran made a great point, you know, towards the beginning of the season. See these managers, yeah. You've got, you've got to give them a couple of seasons first before you start dumping the bandwagon. Because we here. saw last season with the Zerbi, the way people were, yeah, were hyping true. him up, they can't keep a clean sheet to save their lives. They just got he's, he's, the forgotten, he's the forgotten man now, yeah. the Zerbi. No he's the forgotten man, anymore. you know. And, and it's Has the he thing, I think so. I haven't, I haven't seen anyone mention Deserby in. I haven't seen a yeah. clip of Brighton for months on Twitter. I can't lie. No one brings him up anymore. The managers used to be like, "Oh, look at me, Brighton sent about to put their foot on the ball in build-up." I haven't seen that for months. Him last season, they were telling us about Eddie Al. He started to come alive. Park life, like, listen, man. I think. They've got these managers on the continent who are doing really well. You've got the sporting manager, Amarim, obviously Conte Salbi, you guys, uh, Lewis, people talk about Xabi Alonso. I don't Nagelsmann's around. Hansi Flick is out of a job. Um, Tuchel's going to be out of a job. So they're going to be guys floating about. I, I don't have a clue anymore, man. I, I, I really don't. I think it's I'm just... Him, I think these managers, the first thing they need is a stable environment. And I think without that, it's really hard for them to really get the best out of themselves. Like Ten Hag, whatever my thoughts on, on him at this point, when he was starting to be given way too much power and influence on the players that we got in, he's, at, he's, a, he's ultimately fallen on his own sword. Like the players he's signed haven't been good enough to improve the team in the areas that have needed improving. And we're, we're now no longer any good. And you have to point at him and say, you asked for Anthony, you know? You asked for Mason Mount. Casemiro was brought in on your on your kind of uh, thumbs up. You asked for Malassia. Martinez, while he's been good, he's been injured uh, for pretty much all of this year. Um, so he hasn't been set up for success. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. I don't think Poch will be here next season. I think Chelsea's still an attractive proposition. I still think you have talented players, probably too many. So you probably need to get rid of some of some guys. But I think you have a talented squad and you just need the manager to get the, the, the right tune out of the players, you know, and Pochettino obviously isn't that guy. So it goes, man. Then the breaks, as they say. Cool. All right. Let's uh, get on to our weekly awards. If you're a listener of this pod, uh, you'll know what these are. Let's go around. Uh, let's start with um, our star of the week. Um, Tobe, let's, let's start with you, brother. Who's your star of the week? Come off, come off mute. That would be nice. Uh, Phil Foden. Phil Foden. That's cool. Lovely. Uh, Dr. Mike, your star of the week. I'm going to go with someone who I think is underrated for us, Alexis McAllister. Cool. Uh, Lewis, star of the week. Um, I think it has to be Foden. Foden, sure. Today was a big result for City. Big result, big game. Uh, yeah. That's star of the week. Yeah, Foden, why not? Foden, cool. Uh, Lewis, who have you got under surveillance? Wow, Vinny, Vin, Vinicius Jr. is always under surveillance for me. So uh, that was my surveillance uh, yesterday evening. By the way. And it, did I... <laughs> it was a great... Got two goals. <laughs> I can't believe it. It's a nasty end. I had to switch my attention to, to Rodrigo after Vinicius scored. I had to, uh, Rodrigo. I had to message Rodrigo hooked. 
Rodrigo like, not a normal fan base. <laughs> not a normal fan base. <laughs> how can you have... Uh, but, like, how do you win? How are you... What is success to you in your Vinicius agenda? I don't know, man. Just... <laughs> <laughs> yep. Did you see the other day? Yeah? So the other day, yeah, in, in one of our chats, Dan, what did you call him, Mike? Dan Boogs. I'm Dan Boogs, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Dan Boogs posted this, or he retweeted this link and posted it in the chat. It wasn't even in English. And you couldn't even translate it to English. It was in Spanish. And it was tw- it was like the last 12 games that Rodrigo had played. And it was like <laughs> zero annuals or something, something, something Spanish. And he was just listing the games. I'm like, fam, what are you? <laughs> How, you How are you eating up this? He said that he it. said that tweet to bear chats as well. Oh it ended gosh. up in at least six of mine. <laughs> Oh, Why are you eating up this? It's ridiculous. Oh, like, what's Rodrigo done to you guys? What the hell has Rodrigo done? I think Dems must have probably said that he's better than Saka or something like that. So you know probably. this man. Probably. Well, to be honest, I like watching Madrid play, yeah. And uh, Madrid as a whole are under surveillance thing because okay, it's just Fair. Yeah, just Madrid as a as an institution. As an institution. Yeah, Fair. they're Fair. they're under surveillance for me. Right. Uh Babs, who have you got under surveillance? Thinking on mute, bro. No, no, you're just thinking. Oh, you're just thinking, brother. I'm, I'm, I'm in deep. You know, come back to me. Come back to me. Been gone the entire podcast. All right, come back to me. Come back to me. Come back to me. Doctor Bag, who have you got under surveillance? Thomas Tuchel. Interesting. Tell us more. I think, I think what he's done at Bayern Munich. I think Bayern Munich's a weird club, right? Because I think a lot of managers have gone there and failed. But I think, given the talk on his name. Mm-hmm. I expected a lot more from him at Bayern Munich, I have to say. And I think... Is that across gonna this lose season and last season? Yeah, both. I think Champions League defeat City, that was quite comprehensive in the end. They didn't really put much of a fight in the second leg. And that's back, that's really important for them. We'll see how they get on against Lazio in the second leg. But so far, I've just like really unimpressed. Really, really unimpressed. It took um, Dortmund of the last day of last season collapsing for them to win the league. And this year, they're probably not going to win it. So... I mean, I'm they not, are, I'm not they impressed. Are, they are, not they're impressed. not going to win. Fair. Tobes, who have you got under surveillance? Oh, tough. I don't, I don't know who I can put under surveillance. Um, mm. Amrabah, I put him there. Actually, no, I put him for Saudi. Let me pick someone else. Um, West Ham. Let me have them. West Ham, let me have them under surveillance. They're nasty. So back they're to win, yeah? Fair enough. Um, Very nasty side. Did you see? I've got, I've got, I've got my surveillance number. I've, I've, got, nah, I've got my surveillance. Nice call from Suchek, though. Um, Bab, who have you got under surveillance? Doku. Okay. Tell us. I think with him, right? I think it's a case of, you know, young players, naturally, you're not going to be consistent. You know, you're not going to expect them to be putting up trees week in, week out. But you know, maybe a bit of Doku, maybe the people, but you know how people the moment he had at the first couple of games, people are like, Oh, you know, that's what this is what it looks like. This is why Greenish, no, this, this is why Greenish is shit. Da, 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 da. But of, of recent, he's, he's not really done much, you know, performance wise. Yeah. Um, against yeah. us, he struggled massively today again. I think what 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 he does well, he didn't, he hasn't actually shown it in terms of his 1v1 ability. So, mm. personally, for me, I think he's got to be on the for myself. He's got four goals in all comps. And I'm, I'm not mad at that. I'm, I'm not mad at that, but the point is, I'm, I'm, I think you're right. It's the performance level. level. Is, yeah, yeah. I think that's key. That's I think the performance level for me was a big thing because, like, he's not beating men anymore. Like, for me, he was the sort of player that would be like, he would have a good game without having a goal or, or assist. Exactly. Whereas now, 
the performance level has dropped and also the output is just really like it's really poor. I think four goals for because, because for, for most teams you, you don't need that dynamic wide man to pin your opposition back, you know, yeah, do your take ons, actually give them a reason to actually think and, leave, and create double doubles and actually be able to you know, free up your, your teammates. But he hasn't done it. Do you think it's so. making Grealish's season last season age a bit better? Because I think he got a lot of criticism last season. Nah, 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 nah. He, he deserves it. Do you think so? He, he, think he deserves it. Because yeah, I'm, I'm not. I'm, look, yeah. this version of Grealish makes me feel sick. But I think. Yeah, man. That that, that, Villa, probably, that Villa version. That, that that was where I was. That's what it looks like. Uh, that's what it looks like. Yeah. This oh, version. But he, he'll never be that at City ever. I I, I agree, Moran. I know I'm with you on that. I'm with you on that. And and I guess this is this is this is the question, right? How good was he? So, obviously, he had the ultimate green light at uh, Villa, constantly got the ball, messed things up, would constantly get it, didn't really have to track back. The whole team was kind of built around him. Obviously, goes to City now, better players around him, teams defend a little bit deeper, things are a bit harder for him, and he's really struggled. I, I, I A typical British performance for me is run at the full-back, square passes, or run at the fullback and kind of like bump into him, kind of thing, or run into the fullback and go go backwards. That's that's what I think about when I see Greenish at, at Manchester City, hundred million all in. What what where do we stand with him? Like obviously we don't talk about him much nowadays because he's not pulling up any trees, and again nobody's really on top of. Um, and and obviously he's had a couple of injuries in recent, but I, I think it's, it's the grace you get as a City player. Mm. And there's not really much scrutiny, you know. For instance, Vardio, Josco Barbidola, some people call him hundred million. Hasn't really performed that well. He couldn't really perform in in that wide centre back position. He couldn't perform in in, in that position coming into midfield. Yeah, and he's just been pulled out. And I guess that's the great thing when you have um, quality players around you to actually re- replace them with in, in that right. regard. Do you and think the, game, the next one, Kovacic, about... hasn't really performed? Nunes, yeah. Mm. Hasn't really pulled up trees. Question actually, off the back of what you just mentioned, do you also think that it could, we can sometimes be slow? To give players a, a city credit, so like a Nathan Apke, for example, who I think yeah, has been true. really good. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't hear his name mentioned either. Mm. I've yeah, got he credit. Last, it's a good point. Got credit last season. season for sure, for sure, for sure. But I, 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 think I think I think it's a great point because, for instance, right, if you talk about the best centre backs in the league, one of the first things people will think about is, is Ruben Diaz, and for me personally, yeah. I think yeah. I think he's good, but you know. Doesn't really move me as much as other people, you know, personally. But an Ake, you know, he's not going to get the same praise that a, a Diaz will get. So, no, I can't he's saying that. He's playing, he's playing a left back, back, but he's, he's a third centre back. You know, he's, he's not really left back. He's not really. No, but he, he, he is. He is a left back. He plays. Last season when they won the title, he was one of their main. Yeah, 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 you're mute, I think. What are you doing? What I said, I was going to choose um, Amrabat as well, but uh, yeah, I guess you could you choose could Amrabat as well. Yeah, yeah, no, that... I, I like to be original, you know, but um, <laughs> yeah, uh, I don't know. There wasn't anyone this week that I could really 
you know, pick apart. Um, I would have said Vinicius, but you know, it's just not not the right time. Yeah, yeah. Maybe Rodrigo. He scored two goals. How can Vinicius or Rodrigo be sound Good about me? This, this honesty, Mario. Any player that gets compared to by Kyle Saka is going to be obsessed over for years by this lot. For years, for years. For years. <laughs> We're going to see winning tweets in twenty twenty seven, mate. Honestly, uh, unbelievable. It's actually insane, mate. I'm assuming uh, Casemiro wins this award every week, right? It's a Casemiro. He, he, it's, it's his reward. He, he's right. he's the sponsor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he was just. I, what was he doing today? Like. He was just, sure. I don't know that's what he was. a horror show film. That's actually not off Casemiro horror. It show. wasn't, but that, that, yeah. that's, <laughs> that's how bad he is right now. He is just strolling yeah, around the pitch, yeah, being it's, fat. It's a and tough watch, just, man. Yeah. A, At least before, when he was shit, he was noticeable. Right. Yeah. It's just now. He's just not even noticeable Going about anymore. it in efficient style. Yeah. He don't even foul people anymore because he can't get near him. He can't get near him to foul them. That's crazy. That's crazy. I'm not even sure Saudi would want him, to be honest. That'll be all right. Don't you worry about that. Um, so you said uh, it's Rodrigo for your Saudi he got hooked yesterday, by the way. <laughs> yeah, got hooked right. today. So needed a goal. What's the vibe, bro? What's that? Add, add, that, add, add an extra game to that little stat that uh, that Dan Boogs was sending around. Yeah? They are, they are unbelievable. Add an extra line. Yeah, this guy's a disgrace. Horrible, horrible people. Mike, who's your Saudi bounce player of the week? Pochettino. Okay, he stole it from me, man. And to be honest with you, I, I, I don't want to take this podcast to the wrong to the wrong place, but it's not for the same reason that those players are going there. <laughs> what? <laughs> it's not going to do what? Sorry. Uh, we'll, we'll leave it there, Tuz. We'll leave it there. We'll leave it there. We'll leave it there. Um, so is uh, Pochettino also your Saudi bound, Babs? Yeah, man. I, and I hope it doesn't come back. Fair enough, man. Let's finish up with some quick listeners' questions. Who's yours, Mariah? Oh, mate. Maybe. I'll go with the standard bearer. I'll go with Casemiro. He wasn't especially shit, but I didn't watch much football. What about Rashford? He's not Saudi-bound. Come on. like Can the Saudi-bound award, can we honour it in a sense that it's actually players who could end up in Saudi next season? I can say it, man. Huh? I can see it. You can see it, yeah? Yeah. No way, man. If you want to take this war done and not... The only thing about Saudi, you won't get any um, Northern Irish babes to... Uh... Yeah, we'll stop there. <laughs> All right, the let's club. finish up with some listeners' questions. I've muted you there. Uh, cool, quick listeners' questions. Uh, this one is from Noel93. Uh, How would Fergie have fared in the Prem today against Pep, Klopp and Arteta? These questions make me sick sometimes, man. Honestly, Fergie, man, struggled, mate. Like answering hypotheticals, <sighs> especially like, like, when the knows? time difference is, is so. That's a different era of football. It's been literally over ten years. I I have no idea how he would have done. I can Honestly, assume he would have done well because Ferguson adapted well. But like, who knows? Like, literally, who knows? Mm, fair. Um, Afo Afs. Um, he's really pushing for the Student of the Week award sponsored by Jaden Sancho. So the premise of this award is a player who is young enough and is playing poorly enough to still go back to uni and you give them the, the Student of the Week award. 
Um, but just quick, he said, um, will the Chessie Hour lads now accept there was some truth to the to Chelliban slander? I think I'm the wrong person to ask about this. He's the wrong guy. Yeah, you got yeah, the wrong guy this week. Yeah. Do you have? Do you guys have anyone for the Student of the Week award? I can't think of anyone off the top of my head. I think Jaden Sancho himself. He's actually not doing well in Germany. At the yeah, moment. the comps are not looking good. The comps aren't looking good. The play. The do, do you know? Do you know? I've got one. Who? Oh, natural. Yes. I think he's mid, but I think that's harsh, man. I think that's harsh. he's nineteen. He was bad today, but I hear you, City man. Well, what's he? What's he gonna do today? Tell me, really and truly, what's he gonna do today? Yeah, fair, fair, fair. Hey, All listen, right. listen, Joe. They asked me for a name. I gave a name. You know, what, yeah. What, what's that's 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 no, I was. I, I got a little bit of a of a hate thing going for him as well. I didn't yeah, I've, I've seen it. I've seen it. <laughs> Why? This is back yeah, in right? specifically, yeah. Because you've seen like how Pedro Porro's turned things around. I didn't get your attack of Diego Dallo last week. Your issue with him is Manchester United fans warming to him. Yeah, that's your no, issue. No, 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 <laughs> I don't have an issue. I don't have an issue with Man United fans warming to Dallo. When Dallo first signed, I saw some comps of maybe I can't remember what team he played for. And I said, you know what? Also, this yeah. guy's decent. He didn't get his opportunity at United. Then he went on loan to Milan. I said, okay, maybe something happened. But I watched him in I think the season under uh where you had Ragnick. And I'm yeah. like, sorry, I'm not having him. This guy is this guy stinks. And my issue with my issue with Man United fans is that like what all it takes is Dallow to actually give you some consistent six out of ten performances, maybe some sevens or eights sometimes here or there, and all of a sudden, oh my god, he he would start for club ABC. Yeah, he's our first choice, undisputed. He's the position yeah. that we have to not. Right, you I'm were like, putting him in the joint team with Arsenal, on, weren't you? When it was Arsenal United, didn't you put Dallow in the in the team? He was probably having a good season that period, and this has been his best season for us. I think he's he's been he's had very few poor games this season, to be honest with you. Just quite solid. Um, but I think no, it's, it's, a, it's a weird agenda to have or Diego Dallo agenda. Like, yeah, waste my time. Like, it, it doesn't, he hasn't put up any a steady Eddie. You know, doesn't pull up any trees, doesn't move the needle. But Tobes, if a fan base expresses any, like, satisfaction for a player he's decided isn't worth his time anymore, he's going to commit to that. And I, I hear it, though, because some 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 fans, they go over top. Like, God, I think some, some fans go over the top of Garnacho. I think that's fan bases, though, no? No, but it's just not, it's just not that good. No, we all do it. We all do it. I don't think oh, we all do it. No, you're I don't right, think though. we do. Someone has to check the fans that do it. I hear yeah. it. That's <laughs> how it works. <laughs> <laughs> I think some of the fans here so Mike, Welcome to the club, man. Honestly. This, this is what it looks like. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah, no, what, what are you saying there, Lewis? That you don't think fans do it? I do. I don't think all fans do it. I mean, not every single fan does every single thing, but fan bases seeing talents and exaggerating how good they are, I think Absolutely. it's just normal. normal. Common thing. It's a common thing, yeah. Agreed. Mm-hmm. Um, this guy, Arteta's agent, 506, listens to Mugger every week, always sends in questions, and it's kind of down this similar vein. Did Rashford have a good game? No, he didn't. So he was he was actually quite bad. He was quite yeah, bad. Yeah, he was actually quite, was actually quite Beyond, bad. It was actually that one shot and that was it. 
Who said he used one shot game? He had a one shot game. Who said he used up his XG? Who was that? Was that you, Babs? Yeah. You know what? It's, it's, it's interesting because you see, you see Rashford, right? If if United had won, had hold on to the the, the win, hmm. and you know you'd got the three points. No, not man of the match. But no. Neville, Neville would have done it. No, Neville would have no done it. Chance, man. Neville would have done no it. No chance. No chance. Neville would have done it. Nah, I can't believe that. I think <clears> Onana <throat> would have got it. I think Onana would have got it. But actually, but back to the United game. Actually, put Varane was quite good. He's. Bro, when he's fit, he's good. He just ain't. Ryan's a good defender. I, I don't hey, know where this. Defender. I don't know where this myth that he can't defend has come from. Arsenal like Arsenal fans, mate. Arsenal fans. I don't, I don't think he's that good, man. What? What? Don't no, he like is him? a good defender. There's, there's better right, right now, but he. Is I think he's all right. I don't even think what, he's no, top no, ten. In my the... question: What? Don't I don't you think like he's top him? ten in the Prem right now. No, no, no. You're giving me like, what don't you like about his performances? To me, he looks weak. He looks slow. He's a weak. He isn't like, slow. I, okay. He isn't I, I think, slow either. I think he looks it. I think he, he looks slow. feeble. I think he looks feeble. I think he could be bullied. Like, By I, who? I just, who bullies him? He gets bullied fucking every week. What are you talking about? Who bullies him? So give me examples of when he's getting bullied. Yeah. My memory's not great. <laughs> 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 I can't know <laughs> <laughs> My memory is terrible. My, there's no point asking me questions like that. My memory is terrible. No, so to, to asking me to to, to 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 draw in a memory bank for specific situations, but I know when I watch it. You have I know to when give I watch Varane. Empirical evidence. If you make that kind of objectively, no, no, Varane is a big defender. He may not even be your top ten. Cool. I can hear that one. There's arguments, right? But he's a good defender. Like I think he's all right. He's all right. He's all right. Yeah, fair enough, man. Is what it is, Tobes, eh? Uh, next question yeah. is from Retta underscore AFC. What goal difference will United finish on at the end of the season? Will they set a top six record? So at the minute it's minus two. Um, 11 games to go. How, how, where do you think we finish up? What's your fixtures like? Oh gosh, now now you're asking Gavner. Uh, let me quickly pull we've got a, We've got to play you. Yeah, so the rest of the season we've got... They've um, got Ever- Everton at home. They've also got Sheffield at home. Um, oh, that, Brentford that away, be a good one Chelsea, to Chelsea, Chelsea away, Liverpool at home, Bournemouth away, Newcastle at home, Burnley at home, Palace away, Arsenal at home, and then end the season with Brighton away. I'm going for minus twelve. Ooh, minus twelve. We're gonna concede uh, ten more goals when we score in that run, yeah. I think so. Fair man, I can't even knock it, mate. Um, next one, my soul's golden. Are United players harshly judged? Would Doku look that much better than Anthony? We didn't talk about Doku today. He should be a Saudi candidate. Somebody mentioned him. We did. I did. I mentioned him. Why should he be a Saudi candidate? Saudi or surveillance. Saudi or surveillance. Saudi or surveillance. Saudi or surveillance. Which one? Pick one. Babs, you said that Saudi or pay you. You're a commissioner over there. Yeah. Okay. All right. Just checking. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but um, are United players harshly judged? Was Doku look that much better than Anthony if he was in the same environment under Ten Hag? All right. Let's not get carried away now. <laughs> right. I, I mean, I, was, see, I hate that I have to do that. I have to go from one extreme to the other. Now I've got, I was just slandering the guy. Now I've got to fucking defend him. <laughs> I love it. Um, I think Mr. the last clause, the, sorry, the last clause of that sentence is wrong, the Doku Anthony thing. But. That, 
if you play for Man United, you're going to be harshly judged. This is the biggest club in the country. This is what it looks like. I'm sorry. Mm, fair. Um, Mr. Vic DC, can the label think of a single elite player who would look good in this United team? Because I am positive Kane would be getting washed allegations if he went to OT. Um, no, I who does look good scoring. for Man United at the moment? Who is like... Is Hoyland actually playing well or is he just scoring? I, 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 I don't really be watching. Okay, cool. No, I just wanted to clarify. because yeah, yeah, yeah. Be yeah, yeah. Even got Nacho, even got Nacho. As much as I'm ripping. He's still trying to talk. He's still trying to I'm just saying. He's on his knees for an agenda. I can't believe. I'm just saying, people, you know, he starts putting the ball in the back of net. Now, this is amazing. I applaud trying to pin a particular player now for an agenda. It's unbelievable. Two hours. Two hours he's been trying to... Do you not think he could have done a little bit better with um the goal today? He could have, absolutely, but he also had a really good game today. Yeah, Foden second goal. Yeah, he had a good he had a good first half. I think even most of the second half. Cool. Um, but can you think of a single elite player who would look good in this United team? I think Rodri as an upgrade on Casemiro. Um, yeah. any of the Arsenal centre backs. So. I don't I don't agree with that, you know. I do, I, I do. Think, I think I think I think he struggled. Just just because you look at the island of, of space that Casemiro has to defend at times. Rodri has to I think a player like Rodri. I think I think Roger I think Roger will struggle as well personally. I think he would look better, but I think he would definitely struggle. I think I think he would look good in the team. I think he's makes good decisions on the ball. He's well positioned. Casemiro a lot of the time sees things late and he's also lost a few yards. So then yeah, mm. add those two things together and it's calamitous. And I think even if he did that and he was solid distributing the ball, he'd be okay. He doesn't do the defensive stuff and he's not good in the on the ball either. Yeah, he's quite strong as well. My man, the, the guy who sent the tweet, so he said he thinks Kane would struggle in this. Yeah, he thinks Kane would be getting washed out. Watch Kane at first. I don't basically he's trying to make excuses for the players. They're just objectively not good footballers. Like in their roles, yeah. how good they are at executing actions, how technically good they are, how physically yeah. good they are, how switched on they yeah. are, how resilient they are. They just lack it. The team is so lacking. This is the worst squad I've ever seen at this club. Ever. Like, as bad as it's been in the last 10 years, there's always been, like, a handful of players, like, yeah, they could mm. play for the other top, like, four teams. Now, I look around and, nah. Nah. Now, how so, bad it is? Because I feel like I heard something similar maybe, like, a year and a half ago or two years ago, something like that. I don't know. Mm. How many long, United... Long may it continue, man. Easy. Yeah. <clears throat> we spent all our money... And we spent it on the wrong players, simply. You know? 60 million, Mason Mount. 80 million, Anthony. What's yeah. happened to Mason Mount, by the way? Where is he? Is he injured or what? Half injury, yeah. Goodness me. Right. Um, Retta underscore AFC. Where does Watkins rank among the top strikers in the league? He's so what was the second part of that, of that question, by the way, Mara? Who do we have think, in the mix? Was, Who's in the mix? I think huh? that was not that question, Mara. I'm not asking. Harlan Watkins Hall, is obviously. good. Yeah, sorry, go on, Mike. Sorry. Who's, who's, I don't know who who, who the top five. I don't know. Okay, Harlan. 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 Okay. Uh, who was the second? Wait, 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 wait. Is is it legal? I'm giving names. Harlan. 
league. He said, he said the league. I said, league, said league. Yeah. Okay. Haaland, Isak, um, who else? Nunez, Tony? Watkins, nah, Wilson, Hoyland. No, I'm giving names. I'm giving names, bro. Okay, I get you. I, get you. I think Watkins is in there because there's not many others. Like, yeah, <laughs> there's the a bar is yeah. quality number nines. No, the, 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 Jesus uh, obviously better than him, right? As a footballer, not a striker. No. no I'm, I, 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 I've had enough. Of he's better than him in the vacuum, yeah? Yeah, I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't swap Watkins for Jesus. Really? He's better than him in the vacuum, but not actually in regards to the question that's being asked. Yeah, I, I wouldn't swap them. Who are your top five, Lewis, as a footballer, footballers in the league? Pure hoopers. Pure hoopers. What strikers? No, just in the league, your top five as a footballer. You're the best five footballers in the league to you. It's a tough one, that Bernardo's that's... in there for sure, surely. Really? Okay. As a pure footballer, he's that's what it looks like to me. When you say yeah. a pure footballer, what do you mean? Like a pure hooper. As in like okay. pure technical first... okay. Yeah. So you got Bernardo so, in there, cool. Who else? I think Erdegaard has to be in there. Okay. Mm, I don't think he does. Don't get me wrong. He's a he's a hooper, but top five. Yeah, pure, of course. Who's better? Who's better? I put I put top five, man. If you read top five, you should be able to rattle five names off. Yeah. Yeah, Madison, 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 Madison. Hey, listen. Okay, if you're putting Madison, give us five. Who be crazy? Who be crazy? But I'm putting Barkley in there, man. Fuck it. Barkley. Fuck it, man. Fuck it, man. I'm putting him in there, man. I'm putting... No, 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 no. When you actually watch him play football, like, think how many other players actually excite you as much? Like, how many other players play as well? Like, their actual football ability. Do you know who's in there for me, Babs? Eze. I love that kind of... That's my Eze, but for me personally, I want to put him above... I'm having Odegaard. I'm having Eze above Eze in terms of... Yeah, I definitely have Odegaard in... Over, 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 over. Hey, I think hey, you gotta put you gotta put Gabby Jesus Quality. in there, man. Mm. Uh, Mariah, what's, what's the next question, man? What's the next question? We, we got <laughs> Lewis is struggling. <laughs> Guys, if you notice how we answer the question for Lewis, <laughs> Gabby, put Gabby in there. Um, the JG11 underscore underscore. Why are left footed forwards in the PL so muddy this year? Whereas it's been a good year for right sided forwards, just a coincidence. Is it Wait, say that again? Yeah, I mean... Why are left-footed mo- forwards in the league um, so much? Left, left-wingers, do you mean? Yeah, left 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 forwards in PL. Yeah, yeah. So forwards oh, in- le- I thought, I thought, oh left, I thought you said left-footers. I did, yeah, right. Yeah. It says left-forwards in the PL. So it's, really, oh. it's really weird. But like, you look at all the top six teams, all the left-wingers aren't performing that well. So mm. Diaz has kind of been inconsistent. Martinelli at Arsenal, Doku at City, Grealish as well. I mean, Jota kind of counts, but also played up front for us, so he doesn't really count. He's done well, but there's not really many that's done well. Sterling's not done that well as he, as he would have wanted. The, the only person that really comes to mind is um, Anthony Gordon. It's Gordon, he's the only one. He's the only one I think has been consistent. He's, he's, he's the only one, person. Martinelli yeah. down here, uh, Rashford down here, Luis Diaz cooked, Doku no, Grealish no. Boy. Would you say, would you say Paqueta, Paqueta left wing? 
Has he had a good He's a midfielder, no? He's more of a midfielder. He plays more in the midfielder. He is a midfielder, but they play a lot in that position, yeah. Yeah, fair enough. He's he's had a good year. He's a good player. He's good. Yeah, he's been good this season. Yeah, really good player. Mm. I, I was going to say Sun, but Sun hasn't really like he plays strike. His best performances for me have been strike. Yeah, same with Joss has kind yeah. of been in both right, positions. Last, last well, right, 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 there was, there was, sorry, there was a question that, that um, from Khalil HC3. I, 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 <laughs> I'm going to explain the concept of this podcast to you. I'm the host. What about Anthony Gordon? Actually. Yeah, he's meant to. You know who's been talking about Lewis? Sorry, sorry. Lewis is literally asleep. Last question for Lewis is gone. Miraculous Murray, shout him out, puts a question in every week. What would Harold MBE Kane's legacy be if he does finish I'm not gonna. Yeah, I, think I, don't, I, don't, I don't want your opinion because you jump from saying you're his lawyer to saying you're no longer his lawyer. So you're about as reliable as the, the guy who was a dodgy lawyer on suits. Um, do you know? Do you know what's crazy as well? It's like I've watched Bayern Munich the last lawyer, few though, weeks. I've watched <laughs> last few weeks, yeah, and you can't even say like, oh, he's he's doing his job. Like 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 yesterday. Uh, no, was it Wednesday? Friday. Friday. He missed Friday. a really good chance to put them yes. in the lead. Against Leip- uh was it against Leipzig? He missed That's- a couple sitters as well in that game. He did get the winner, though. He did get he the winner. The opener and the winner, bro. The, what was the game before where they where they no against Leverkusen, <laughs> wasn't it? Sorry, not against Leipzig. Leverkusen, he barely had any, he barely had the ball. So I think the games you're referring to are the um the the Lazio game away from home. And I think he had one big chance. He fluffed it. The recent game just gone. Against Freiburg, it is worth remembering he scored 27 league Bockham. goals. Already. What was the Bockham? Oh, yeah, that's Bockham? Bockham. 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 Yeah, yeah, that's another yeah. one. Bockham, he, that's, he, that's the game. He, he, yeah, that's what I'm he saying. Missed. So he's he's getting lots of chances and missing lots of chances as well. So. If, if a player scored 27 league goals, can we say they haven't done their job? I don't think 27 league goals in January, in March. Sorry, not 27 league goals in March. The guy has done his job. What more do you want? You what I'm saying? Mm. Some would argue maybe a better spread of those goals. I don't know, you know. You got 27. Could you spare one of those in the in the 2-2 draw on Friday? That kind of thing. I guess. I hear it, but cool. you know, a hat trick here, maybe a brace here, and just give us one here, you know? Maybe. Think, he's been scoring it. He's been scoring a lot of their games. Are you, are you just, you know, gutting, gutting the small fight? I don't think... I could I be know, wrong, but I don't, I don't think he's gone... On, he hasn't gone on more than like a two or three game goal drought, really, has he? I don't, I, I don't no, know. I don't it's hard not to get involved. I don't think yeah. he, he would in the Bundesliga. I don't think he would in the Bundesliga, though, man. I, the, I ultimately like I just said, think I if Toes, a player scored 27 league goals... I told Toes when he went over there, the expectation is four years, 200 goals, and I need a treble. No, no, no. You're, you're a dickhead. Because you just added, you added like 200 <laughs> You added 50 more goals. It was 100. And, first, it was 140. Then it was 160. Now it's 200. No, it was never 140. It was 160. And I saw how he was scoring. I said, you know what? Let's put the price of the brick. Nah, yeah, you guys are right, man. He's got. Tw- I didn't even realize he's got 27 goals. He fucking scored 27 goals in 24 games, mate. Yeah, he's done his job, man. Like, what can you, what, what can you right. ask? Gentlemen, it's of course he's going to miss chances. He's, he's his well XG is even 21. He's 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 he's, yeah, he's doing his thing, man. He's doing his We've thing. gone well over. Well Marlon is underperforming his XG, but yet you won't hear you won't hear. Is he? Is he? 
Yeah, this season, I think he is. Yeah, he is. His XG. That's got to be the first time ever, though. Yeah, let me even double check because it might have changed today. You can check right, out. Sorry. control, man. What's going on? Well over two hours. Uh, a pleasure as always. Um, Mike, we will be here. We'll see who blinks first. Tobes, and bringing the feeling back, whatever that feeling is. Lewis, love it. We've got it on wax that you think you guys are going to win the title. Time will tell. Uh, Babs, just, just cheer up, mate. Yeah? Give us a smile, mate. Go on. Go on. Go on <laughs> Enjoy the Enjoy the evening, man. Lads, that's always a pleasure, man. Peace. See you later. Yo, yo. When I spit bars in a ring, man, I go hard like Santan. Sports Social Podcast Network.